What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs> the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No. I thought your hair would be bigger. It says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? And welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters, my favorite night of the week. And we got a great cast of characters here tonight. So let's get rolling. The craziness is outside, and we're going to bring it inside too. So let's welcome from the newly renamed How the Hell Did We End Up Here? How's it going, John? I oh, mean, it's good. It's good. I'm just trying to figure out how the hell we all, all wound up here. So. <laughs> Dude, I like the name. It works. Yeah, and really, that's what it—that's what it's about. You know, I haven't put out anything official yet, but it's just—I want to be able to look back and figure out, you know, everything we rail against that's happened today. How how did we wind up at this place in time? Yep. You know, because we know it didn't start now. Right. It just didn't start today. So there's, you know, there's building blocks that lead to it, and let's let's get let's get into it and figure out what led to it. So, twenty years from now, we don't get into it again. Hopefully, if we have it, unless right. Yuval Harari has his way and we're all cyborgs. Could be I, could be worse things. Oh, uh, well, thanks for joining <laughs> us, my man. Yeah, Nico, I appreciate it. What's up? The Conspiracist podcast. Hey, I got to say great cameo on the 643 podcast with Hank and Drew. That was awesome, man. Oh, thank you. I've still got to post that to my uh, Swapcast data, but I had a crazy week. The kids' daycare was closed, so I was just in the trenches trying to keep everything afloat. And then uh, I had Father's Day afterwards, so that was pretty cool. Nice. Well, happy Father's Day, man. Definitely. Thank you. 
<laughs> Definitely. Thank you very much. And uh, I think you as well, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did the deed and it's well worth it, man. <laughs> oh yeah against all the current propaganda it's like hey that's the uh it's bad for the footprint right your uh your your freaking carbon footprint yep <laughs> fucking unbelievable unbelievable yeah and from not us and friends podcast mr ryan alexander how's it going brother oh it's going all right actually that well introduced me by my podcast it's a bit weird because i got my podcast taken down uh last oh, month oh shit it's i heard all about down that. now i knew it was off apple well spotify owns anchor right i always used anchor to publish then spotify bought anchor and since they own where i published they pulled me off every platform <laughs> they oh, delete, wow. deleted it it's gone it shows you what a health is like the one of the third rails these days which is the craziest thing to think i of. always think it's funny that my business just talking about vitamins and minerals and stuff is more controversial more censored than any other topic you know conspiracy like, theories don't make much of a threat to big business but all of the big tech companies all the big social media companies google the alphabet corporation meta they all own major stocks in pharmaceutical companies like you don't even have to get too deep as a conspiracy theorist here to see the obvious that uh, that's why they would so heavily censor alternative health information. We've had it on every platform, right? Censorship. So you can talk about mud flood and stuff all day long. No one really cares. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can you can talk about flat earth. You can talk about all that shit because it doesn't touch their pockets. As soon yeah. as you touch the money and you put any threat to their balance, silenced. Which is why I'm kind of confused where they let certain things through. So I'm like, when they let it through, is it because they have a backdoor or something at this point um, with certain alternative things? I've been hearing a bunch of different um, supplements are going to be scheduled as narcotics in the next like hmm. couple months, which is pretty crazy. Like regular, what I thought what? were regular supplements. <laughs> what, like creatine and stuff? Like something called NMM and a couple yep. other things. And oh. uh and guess what? These are all things that people come on like shows like Rogan. Exactly. And talk about. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> but like, there's still, there's still a gray area for like Kratom. And then there's the opposite where as in my industry, CBD, we've been having doors opened up for us to a certain extent. Um, but they're still very limited and they're kind of segmented. Like there's a new gatekeeper. So if you want your CBD products to be posted on Google, you have to be verified through this new, um, basically like Snopes, Google Snopes. Like we all have our third party testing through our own third party companies, but now there's like a basically Snopes that is gonna be the one authority for any CBD related products. And it has to be only topical, but even then, you have to get through this one signal single gatekeeper, which is going to be interesting who they allow through and who they don't allow through. Do you see, or do you think that they're going to allow through the ones that are more chemically based the natural based? Uh, well, I think just the bigger corporation in general, and that's just in general, the way bigger corporations are, they go for like chemical binders, higher shelf life. All, yeah. Fillers, higher shelf life, the cheapest, 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 even mid mid-level companies were like that that i worked for doing their web design uh, they were using the just cheapest 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 stuff so you can only imagine that when if you have something at scale and you can drop your product price by a penny and that's going to increase your profits by millions of, or thousands of dollars that's 
that's a that that penny means a lot more to them than a small company potentially <laughs> well that's that's like the meme that you posted uh ryan on your page about the twenty thousand year old salt that expired yeah right yeah. i mean it goes back to that like again planned obsolescence for salt <laughs> yeah like it just doesn't make any sense it was 250 million years old salt and okay. expired two years ago you know it's, <laughs> it's gonna expire on november 17th exactly yeah Such and that's bullshit. that's another scam right that whole expiration date on a lot of these products it's i mean and you have to have them because they're not natural products if it was a natural product you could look at it and be like yeah this isn't good anymore or smell it and this isn't good anymore now it basically has to deteriorate or form some sort of mold and then you get into shit like the McDonald's burgers and fries that will never develop mold. Oh and yeah. You're like, what the fuck is in these things? That's your well, it's funny too, because milk seems to be the only one that I can ever really tell that goes bad. I could have a can of green beans that could be a year out expiration date and they taste just fine. But, but they're probably milk, not expired. Not sure. Well, I'm sure they're not even really green beans. Yeah. yeah. They're probably. They're probably something else that they just colored green, but it was like you know, some fiber, some, yeah, some water. Like, we, got some, we got some pig lips, we got some horse hooves. Oh, have you seen that shit in China? They yeah. make fake eggs, dude. It's cheaper to make a fake egg, which is insane with how cheap an egg is, and especially when you use chickens as like just a byproduct of a farm, as like a, a what bug is a thing. fake egg? Lettuce, it's that. like plastic based. The eggs are, and then yeah, they yeah. Uh, lettuce too. They're they cook them up. It's a too. process. It's a whole process. I'm like, how does it that time consuming little making these little eggs? But I guess they probably just make it at scale and insane. But I mean, we have human meat and hot dogs. So we have like, how is that happening? Or human DNA and hot dogs? Well, From the people eat, touching it, I think, and being around it, because that's in uh, all like hair follicles falling down. Yeah. Well, yeah, we we have gross. a tolerated level of rats in tuna, right? And everything They're, ketchup, like. Ketchup oh, is the one that the ketchup is the one that I've seen that has the most allowance for rat crap in it. Oh, sweet. For those of you yeah, who you like know, ketchup. I was hoping that someone was going to say happy Juneteenth. So I'll just do it. Dude. You oh, know, happy yeah. June, uh, I, have, I mean, I, I'm real surprised and kind of disgusted. No one said that, but it's all right. <laughs> well, I, I haven't gone out and shot anybody yet. That's I didn't get the I day. Out. That's, <laughs> I'm waiting till I celebrate it and go shoot people. Well, yeah. and you're we're also all lacking uh an abundance of melanin so it doesn't uh, really ah uh, this is us. this is 2023 i can identify as whatever i want hey, right? dude. Well, I, I, I don't need melanin to I'm identify sp- i'm spanish i might be genetically part <laughs> moorish so that may be i might be north african so well and obviously <laughs> for anyone out there that doesn't know i'm completely 100 joking about that you know what i mean like there's this thing that I, I saw from netflix that i just posted actually on instagram where they take the word juneteenth and then they get netflix out of it and it was a sponsored like ad for Netflix. It's impressive to be like inclusive and racist at the same time. Dude, so uh I'm I'm at my son's game tonight and my assistant coach, her two sons went to like a football workout today because our of course the schools were closed for Juneteenth. So uh the kids okay. had a day off. So somebody ran a football clinic and there were these two darker kids there and her her sons kept noticing they would do the drill and then they'd come back and they'd cut into like third in line and cut everybody off. And after like the fifth or sixth time, a couple of kids are like, yo, man, go to the back of the line and wait your turn like everybody else. And he's like, yo, bro, relax. Today's our day. Why don't you let us have our day? 
<laughs> and these are like 12 year old, t- 10 to 12 year old kids that like, have probably struggled a lot. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, around here. Come on. Fucking. Yeah, that's crazy, man. They're at football camp, so it's not that bad off for them. You wonder why it all goes on on uh, in June. You know what I mean? The six months of the year. It's strange, like the whole Pride Month idea. And then you got this new thing. It's relatively new. I think it came about like under the Biden administration, if I'm not mistaken. It's not an old thing. I know that it's been celebrated in the black community and whatnot. But it's like, you know, mainstream. I think June is also Men's Health Awareness Month. And it's also Father's Day. I thought Men's Health was November. I think Father's Day is going to be, like, triggering to people soon enough. You're not allowed to call it Father's Day, probably, like... uh, Indigenous Parent Day? I don't know. uh, The Giving Parent Day. (laughs) Other other parental unit, parental unit? DNA. Parental unit two day DNA. <laughs> yeah. DNA donor day. I know they were trying to do uh, Mother's Day as a uh, birthing parent day. So whatever yeah, that didn't fly. Birthing. They tried that at our co- our company and they got such pushback. They came back and apologized and they're like, happy Mother's Day and painted it with like this, you know, rosy picture like they, yeah. oh, they didn't mean anything by it. So yeah, it's interesting. Just, you know, I, I actually wanted to kind of get into this whole thing too with like Target. And uh I heard I heard this from a you know, I, I listened to Tim Dillon, you know, comedian, oh, yeah. probably okay. kind of some element of of controlled up there. Uh, very slightly though. I don't I don't think he's like you know on the ends with all this stuff, but the guy's making you know three hundred thousand dollars a month on Patreon, and he's he's playing ball, you know what I mean? So with that said, he actually made a really good point, and they make a lot of good points on the show. That everyone's raising hell about this Target tucking swimsuit thing. And I think it's disgusting. I think it's really gross what they're doing because sexualizing kids. Um, there was a lot of kind of fruity kids when I was in school and we didn't know that they were gay. They didn't know they were gay. They just were kind of weird. You know what I mean? Um, why aren't people complaining about the way that Target pays their employees? Right there. These people are just finding this new thing that's very divisive. That doesn't ever really attack the top level of society. It doesn't attack the bottom line of target, even with Bud light, the whole thing that went on there, they, they painted this picture that Modelo is now the number one selling beer. It's no longer Bud light. Guess who fucking owns Modelo? It's constellation and InBev. So it's like, it's the same thing that owns Bud light. They're just making these things seem like there's these little like breadcrumbs that they're giving to the right to make them think like, Oh, it's going to be a red wave in 2024. And why aren't we complaining about how people at target are getting paid? How, why aren't we complaining about the ethics of the company as a whole that would actually like maybe take some money away from like the, the executive level and give more to the people that are actually working there. Something to think. Uh, of. I think you're hundred percent right with the smoke screen. Cause there's a lot of geopolitical stuff that would have been all over the news if Trump was president. But right now they're just talking about indicting Trump. And we had like the Pentagon paper leaks that show like the Ukraine and all that stuff that used to be conspiracy theory is now like has a paper trail. Mm. Uh, with like Burisma and all that stuff. And then you have China and Russia signing like 14 new trade deals. Uh, Saudi Arabia openly saying like, we might be down to start using the yuan to trade our oil in just straight up openly saying it. Um, Mexico saying, we're not going to give you guys, we're not going to be, we're going to nationalizing our lithium. And the next day on TV, we have like Lindsey Graham and all these people saying, um, we are going to have to use in United States military to uproot the narco terrorist state that is the Mexican government. 
<laughs> overnight, like the Mexican president's like, yo, we're going to nationalize lithium so it's not going to be corrupted by foreign um, companies. And we're all of a sudden, we we have mobile, like troops even mobilizing around the border. We did, we fucked around with the border so people couldn't cross it for four or five hours and just said, oh, it was an accident. But it's like, you know what you're doing. Well, like and, a lot of crazy shit. The, don't forget the debt ceiling. Right. They just <laughs> increase, they just inc- uh, put those chains heavier and heavier on us. I mean, you're absolutely right, Nico. It's all these different things. And it's like these idiots that are down at the street corner here in my small little town every Monday holding up their Black Lives Matter sign and, you know, end police brutality and all, all the, you know, things that you look at. And when there's so much bigger things that would affect everyone's lives, instead of a small small minority that these people don't see that because they've been brainwashed into these talking points so to speak big big issues big issues don't separate people yeah that's right when you you look at that they unite everybody when it's big issues when it's smaller fractured issues that you can fracture the public with that's why they do what they do that's why they're not focusing on how much the CEO makes or how much their employees make because 90% of the people around the country will band together around that. But if it's about having a pocket to have to tuck your junk or Bud Light versus Modelo or, you know, whatever else, 30% of the population is going to say one thing 30% of the other is going to say something else. 15% over here is going to say something. And then 30, 30, 15, 25% is going to say something else. So I kind of disagree with that, though, because there has been so much about the kids, and that's the biggest issue out there. Well, you're it's welcome to be wrong. Polarizing things. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It, it is polarizing, but I think polarizing things separate people versus. That's what I'm saying. It, it's it, I think that they're just like, you know, putting these things out there. When I say they, it's probably I mean, who knows who it really is, but it seems like it's probably more about just getting some lines drawn in the sand and figuring out, okay, these idiots are over here. These idiots are over here. Let's make these two idiots stay fighting on all these issues. You know, yeah. like, it's yeah. the isms, right? It's all the right, isms right. that it's, they or the others, the others. It, it is. But I still go back to the fact that people are going to people who can't afford to buy groceries are in the majority and so when they see somebody getting paid a whole bunch they're gonna everybody's gonna band around that versus somebody being gay or not being gay or buying a swimsuit at target for their son who identifies as a female or who for the mom who thinks their son identifies as a female that doesn't affect me one way or the other ultimately but somebody's somebody's pay or somebody's whatever i would look at that a little bit more in depth sure sure so yeah, it is something where it's, uh, you know, it goes back to like the whole adrenochrome and the Pizzagate stuff like that. Trump's presidency was really a, a crazy time. I mean, it was so nuts because of all the things that came out and no one cared about, you know, high level pedophiles until, you know, Trump fans could say that it was Hillary Clinton that was doing this to the kids. And that's what got it, you know, right. That's what brought attention to it. Well, I think it's just what happened is the queen didn't die. She just retired and now she's pulling the strings behind everybody else. Maybe that would be a good one. She drank her adrenochrome and now she's pulling strings. She got promoted. That'd be nice. Yeah. She doesn't have to get any shit talk to her anymore. Yeah. To quote Biden, long live the queen. <laughs> yeah. Long live the queen, man. <laughs> Isn't that crazy for an American president to say that? Not, not <laughs> Biden. Normal president. Yes. But not this idiot. 
Yeah. I don't know, man. If they put Robert Kennedy in there, too, I'm going to fucking lose my mind having to listen to that dude talk <laughs> and stuff. But it's I mean, he, he's real tough to listen to, man. And, you know, him going on on uh, Joe Rogan. What was that topic that you were saying, Matt, that, that Rogan didn't want on his show? Uh, well, the one he wouldn't talk about was with Graham uh, with Randall Carlson. OK, and so that, that was, was about that? like, oh, it was about uh, uh, this. It's how they're I forgot what they were developing, but there's this island uh, where they're trying to point to the rewriting of history and how history's wrong. And he wouldn't even okay. have him on because he had to yeah. vet him even more, he said. Yeah, but it's like he he's, you know, promoting RFK. I think it's all just kind of, you know, you get on that show for a reason, I think. Oh, absolutely. Well, and and I I was listening to our buddy um, Andrew from uh, the Politics and Punk Rock podcast, and he keeps sharing this Alice Bailey chick, and her stuff is wild. She's tied to the Lucius Trust, obviously, but this 10-point plan of hers, tell me this isn't fucking spot on as to what they've done over the last 30 to 40 years. Uh, hold on. Let me do a three hour episode on this check. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, you, it Wild. was awesome. But this is Lucius Trust developed 10 strategies to establish a new world order. These strategies are number one, push God out of the schools. If the people grow up without reference to God, then they will consider God irrelevant to day to day life. In the last 50 years, this has happened. God is irrelevant to most people. Number two, break the traditional Judeo-Christian family concept. Break communication between parents and children so that parents can't pass on spiritual values to their children. Do this by pushing excessive child rights. Number three, Remove restrictions on sex. Sex is the biggest joy and Christianity robs people of this. People must be freed to enjoy it without restrictions. It's not just for married, it's for everybody. Number four, since sex is the greatest expression of man's enjoyment of life, man must be free to express sex in all its forms homosexuality, orgies, even bestiality are desirable so long as no one is being abused or harmed. Number five, people must be free to abort unwanted children. If a man can have sex and then live without the consequences, then the same should be true for a woman too. A woman must have the right to abort an unwanted child. Number six, every person develops soul bonds. So when a soul bond wears out, a person must be free to divorce. When one starts to grow, one must be free to get together with that person, even if they are married. Number seven, diffuse religious radicalism. Christianity says Jesus is the only way. Diffuse this by A, silencing Christianity and B, promoting other faiths, the creation of interfaith harmony. 
Number eight, use the media to influence mass opinion. Create mass opinion that is receptive to these values by using TV, film, the press, etc. Note well what Western believers call normal in the African church would be pornography. Number nine, debase art in all its forms, corrupt music, painting, poetry, and every expression of the heart and make it obscene, immoral, and occultic. Debase the arts in every way possible. And number 10, get the church to endorse every one of these nine strategies. Get the church to accept these principles and to say they're okay. Then legal ground is given for these values to get a foothold. Yeah. Yeah, I think that this guy that pushed that was uh, Robert Mueller was his name, not the one that was tied yeah. with Trump, but he was an educator. And it yeah. sounds a lot like that Paul Harvey thing you guys posted a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago as well. Paul yeah. Harvey. What was Paul Harvey, the, the, the guy who was like, if I was the devil, I would take... Uh, I would take this out of out of school. I would take God out of schools, and I'd take this out of church. He's the guy who basically he would be at the end of I don't remember who it was, but he's I I don't know. You guys played it a couple weeks ago. That's the most I know. Right yeah, now. it's the one we had with the Patriot Party, right? Okay. Oh, the guy, oh, okay. The guy okay. from like the sixties or fifties, whatever he was. Yeah, the Freemason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Freemason yeah. that was arrested yeah. and all of a sudden was allowed to speak. Yeah. yeah. That thing sounds a lot like what he what he put out as well. Those his ten talk or the talking points. Interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's crazy. It's all in the same ilk, though, right? It gets us away. And I keep saying this every episode, and I'm gonna be doing an episode on it soon. It gets us away from natural and closer to synthetic. And that's what they want. You know, whether it's it's your food, whether it's your you know, like we were talking about before, pharmaceuticals versus homeopathy, um, everything. They want it to be synthetic because two reasons. One, they can control it. And two, they can profit off it. And that's really what it boils down to is control and profit is what they desire. Hmm. That, uh, oh shit. I'm gonna be... No, you're good. What, oh, what okay, I thought it was music. Sins, by the way, that you got greed. What would control be? Wrath or... I mean, what would control be? Uh, in the sins? Yeah, if you're trying to go that way. I don't it. know. I don't know. That should be. I'm thinking would, about you know, like add would, on to the deadly sins because I think delusion is one. I mentioned that like the other day. I think that should be the eighth and like maybe like uh, control. I think inversion is one. What did yeah. you say? What did you say? Control is greed. I mean, if I want to control you, that's pretty. That's pretty damn greedy of me. Yeah, I guess it just does boil this down to greed. Gross. Yeah. I could see that comparison. Hmm. But yeah, you're about to say something, Nico, but I, you thought you were muted there. Now you are muted. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm unmuted for a second. Um, yeah, I was going to say something about like, um, I've been noticing a lot of kids since I have young kids, um, like just there's an explosion of kids that are on some kind of spectrum or ADD or some kind of issues. Um, like that and i heard a really interesting study about that but before i get into that that'll tie into this but uh it, like um 
lot of kids are coming up with uh, PTSD um, diagnosis, one in four kids or something like that. And that's even more than autism, which is like one in 10 or something ridiculous now. And it's like you look at these Disney movies that the kids are watching and all this different stuff. It's all PTSD. and It's the mom and dad die in the first second. It's all this like trauma based, really weird shit going on. But uh, other than that, I was going to ask kind of Ryan about what he thinks about probiotics and like fecal transplants and all that stuff, because there was a study in um, mice yeah. the Tom Brady episode on South Park. I'm sure you've heard about that, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> about the fecal. Um, but um, yeah, the there there's a study with rats where they had rats like with autism or some type of learning disability um, issues, and they took healthy rats and they took um fecal transplants from the healthy rats and put it into the rats with autism and they start having those symptoms and then vice versa they took um, fecal matter from the inside of autistic rats and put it into the um intestines of health healthy rats and they began showing all the same symptoms and inflammation and all this craziness going on and i think they were trying to like say that has to do with gut biome and stuff like that i was wondering if there's like probiotic recommendations you might have or like i don't know fecal transmit <laughs> plant recommendations so, I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna interrupt on that real quick because i just saw jim carrey and his wife um jenny McCar- is it jim mccarthy oh i Who's saw them talking about the shots right no they were talking about how um how being autistic is curable how they cured their oh, autistic yeah. child in like a span of like I don't remember if it was months or a couple of years or whatever it was, but like they're through diet and therapy, diet and therapy and the autism is completely gone. Oh yeah. Well that happened to my, to my daughter. She was like super highly advanced and she had PTSD from the in-laws doing like really bad neglect to her when we went back to work. So that's why we have to pay a lot of money to have them go to daycare and like all these create like five days a week of therapy and stuff like that. But what they thought like all the symptoms were looked like a crazy severe autism all of a sudden from a girl that was so advanced like she hit all of her two-year milestones at 15 months um but yeah it's just crazy crazy that it looks like it's like these symptoms that they classify as autism like is like a diet like it all these symptoms went together like she did these repetitive tasks she was putting these colors together um like stop talking stop eye contact and stopped eating right like she was eating salmon scallop avocados like anything and everything and then she went to eating only noodles and white rice and only wanting to be on electronics and shit like that but now she's gotten a lot better but it's like super interesting to see i don't know what i really want to see that about jim carrey now and it's interesting to see i know sam is dealing with some similar issues with one of his daughters which is crazy because he has twins oh wow yeah, to have one daughter having issues and the other one not is really interesting too. I'll see if I can find that video. I'll post it in the chat for everybody real quick. So we can we can jump into autism quick. Uh, the fecal transplant thing, I hadn't even heard of that until somewhat recently. It's kind of a new thing. And yeah, the idea is you take the microbiome from a healthy person and you put it directly into the colon of the unhealthy person. And that's always been the challenge with probiotics, by the way. So recommendations about probiotics in general, uh, it's not a straightforward answer, but the challenge of supplements has always been to make them survive the stomach acid and then survive the extremely alkaline small intestine to make it to the large intestine. So if you transplant something directly into the large intestine, you're skipping that part. 
And this is why, by the way, pretty much every nutritionist or whatever is going to recommend like 30 billion or 80 billion active cultures. And you should get ones that are in the fridge because they're better. The reason they give you 30 billion cultures or 80 billion cultures is they're hoping a billion actually makes it to the colon. So there's all these different techniques. Like we use micro encapsulation. There's a bunch of ways that people have tried to make them survive the journey to the large intestine. But that's basically it. Once you have colonies there, they could refortify themselves as long as you're not eating too much junk food because that will create the internal environment that promotes bad bacteria and candida and, and yeast and mold and fungus. And those would be more what I would blame on like rapid onset autism. If it just happened all of a sudden, like you're saying, you know, the daughter was very advanced and then all of a sudden she slowed way down. I would suspect the candida change, a, a major change, f fungal overgrowth. or well, something Her diet like basically became like a candida diet. Like she only wanted sugar and stopped eating eggs and That's everything. That's the clue. That's the big yeah. clue, right? Yeah. she's only, They're only craving the stuff that feeds the bad stuff because the bad stuff basically takes over your brain a little bit and creates those cravings. So yeah, the fecal transplant, it's a little bit weird to me because I would rather just fix the digestion get off processed foods completely, eat lots of probiotic rich foods. Everyone should experiment with a whole bunch of different ones. You don't know, maybe you like kimchi and you never had it, you know, sauerkraut, whatever it is, try it out, find stuff that you like that has probiotics in it. So you can just eat them all the time. It's not necessarily something you have to supplement with it. Uh, we throw supplements, we throw probiotics in a couple of our main like daily products, like, a, you know, one a day, except more extreme. It's got a little bit of probiotics in it, but that's just a fail safe. Really, we should be eating probiotic-rich foods. You don't have to eat it every day. You just need to keep your colonies healthy. You need to eat a variety of foods. It's It sounds very, very basic, but it is. The probiotics eat fiber, basically. So vegetables and fruits. And this is age-old advice, right? You got to feed the probiotics. Like People buy what is called prebiotics now. It's basically just a starch. So you can eat starches. You can eat... Fiber. There's so much confusion about what to eat these days. Carnivore diet just came in big fat and, and left very quickly. I just feel like I have to say that some people like 10 years ago were saying that fiber could cure everything, even cancer and everything. So that was overrated. That's not exactly true. But nowadays people are like against fiber. There's lots of people saying the vegetables are bad for us and all this stuff. But that's what your probiotics eat. You know, they don't eat sugar. The Mold and fungus and candida and, and that stuff, bad bacteria, they will eat sugar. The more sugar you eat, the more you're promoting them. You know, you're creating more nutrient deficiencies, et cetera, et cetera. Autism, just jump in in quick because that's that's enough on that. Uh, you don't need a fecal transplant if you just fix your digestion, basically. Stop eating the processed foods that causes uh, problems in all the digestion tract. And to make sure you have a healthy end stage, that's where most of the probiotics are at the end of the system. Eat probiotics. Don't feed the bad stuff. And that's it. So autism to us is mostly, I'll, I'll just answer this quick. You jump. It's us, it's a blood sugar problem. And you were talking about like repetitive stuff, like OCD type stuff. All this is in the blood sugar column to us. Autism, ADHD, ADD, bipolar or manic depression. That's basically just your, your blood sugars rising and falling and your moods rising and falling with it. There's tons of blood sugar problems. These problems didn't really exist on a massive scale until recent decades. They barely existed at all 100 years ago. You know, these are kind of brand new things. It's caused by processed foods and serious nutrient deficiencies, especially minerals. We've talked about that before. That uh, you need minerals at the bottom line to do these things, to get blood, sh to get sugar into the cell, right? Your cell eats sugar. Uh, it's not a lack of insulin 
type two diabetes, you have more than enough insulin. Your body can't recognize it because it needs certain minerals to do it. How do you feel about fruit then? Because fruit now is bioengineered to be like a lot sweeter and bigger and less fibrous in general. Like a banana is not really on the same. There's no fiber in a banana, really. Well, if you've ever seen a wild banana, it looks absolutely nothing like. There's seeds in there. Yeah, yeah, it's all seeds. It's smaller, you know. It's not nice. Uh, they're not all the same yellow. It's like a, you know, wild a natural chicken egg. Not even a wild, just like a farm egg that's not all the same factory farm type of chicken. There's going to be some blue eggs and some green eggs yep. and some spotted oh, yeah. eggs and some brown eggs and some white eggs and. And that, a variety that, of sizes too, Ryan. You ever notice yeah. that you buy store eggs? They're all the same size. All the exact oh, yeah, they're, same. they're sorted by machines. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, A, can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. So you, you had talked about how at one time food was thought of this and then this food was thought of this. So let's go, let's go with, let's, let's kind of stay on that, on that thought with, you know, food kind of seems to go in circles like, oh, this food's bad for you. Now all of a sudden this food is good for you. Now it's bad for you again. Like eggs. We'll take eggs, for example. Eggs right? are the like, best. They're, like they're good yeah. and bad every 10 years it switches. Eggs are bad for you. They've got bad cholesterol. Oh, wait, no, they've got selenium. We need selenium. Oh, wait, no, they're bad. They've got cholesterol. Oh, wait, no, we decided. Okay. So have you seen – I if you haven't done a deep dive, I would – this is beyond my expertise. So if one – if you or uh, the conspiratists could do a deep dive on it. So when there is – information that comes out that tells you a food is bad is there a disease or whatever whatever you want to call something like autism i don't want to say autism is a disease but whatever you want to call autism if it's a disease if it's whatever is there a corresponding disease or problem with your body that comes along with those same diagnoses of these foods are now bad for you like when eggs were told that are bad did autism suddenly come around or you know or whatever else could be like Heart. is there is there Heart. anything that has that has ha- happened with our bodies at the same time that we're told some kind of food is bad for us heart like, disease and cholesterol because cholesterol is needed to like rebuild your heart and right stuff. But, so, so with that can can you prove that though that's my question there's other people who on podcasts who are doctors who have potentially said like they have studies and stuff showing like how and diabetes also, but like cholesterol medication is one of the biggest right. conspiracies out there. And yes. uh, I know, I know statins are, are horrible, even though they, yeah. so, but my question is, and, and the reason I'm asking this is this is really where I want to go with, I'm, I guess maybe, maybe I'm promoting my own podcast here. And if so, then that's what I'm doing, but that's where I want to go with what I'm trying to get into is instead of just on Monday night, master debater saying, this is bad. Like, okay, let's talk about the, how it got to this, how it got to this place sort of thing. So, so my question is for you or for, for Ryan A for whoever, can you physically, or can you personally prove, and I'm not trying to be any kind of like, coming at you or trying to fight you or anything but like can you can you really prove that this is what it is or is this just a talking point that we do on Monday Night Master Debaters if that makes sense like well again, I do th- to- I do this for a living so I think there's there's a deeper answer here the reason that you keep seeing bad diets come and go and this food is bad and oh wait no it's not so bad and it, you're looking at the difference between research and results research has its place but 
it's very difficult to do in humans first of all you know that's why we use mice and rats and maybe dogs and cats yeah. and stuff like that they, they have more reasonable lifespans and we we can ethically take away certain nutrients that we know are going to give them diseases and yeah you could try it on animals you could feed them any processed food basically without calling out specific foods any processed food is going to kill your dog or cat or, or rat or monkey or whatever it is much much faster than it would if it existed on the animal pellets for example which you know we Humanity has spent hundreds of billions of dollars figuring out animal foods because we yes. can't afford the losses in uh, zoo animals, farm animals, pet animals. All, all that stuff is perfected in animals. It's not controversial. In humans, you get research versus results. Keep in mind that a standard medical doctor or medical researcher or anything, they still get paid if you die on the table or not. They don't really have to get results. That's, that's to put it bluntly, but it's not a results-based business. You go to the doctor, you say, doc, I got this problem. I got this pain. I was born with childhood arthritis and stiff man syndrome and Tourette syndrome and all this stuff. I'll go to my doctor. I say, doctor, what do you have? He say, well, let's, let's try this drug. You know, he was kind of a good guy too. I don't hold anything against him. This is just all they knew. Go back, doc. This didn't help. Oh, okay, well, we'll try this next drug. You know, he doesn't have to get results. He still gets paid. Research, you can get lost in it. Yeah, you can find good things and bad things about literally every food. And I'll say that if you study the longest-lived people. One of the first things that's going to jump off the page is they eat completely different diets. There's no standard long-lived diet. Yeah, they that's live, the craziest they, they thing. They eat completely different in Sardinia than they do in the Georgian mountains, which is completely different from the Hunza diet, which is completely different from the Okinawa diet, which is completely different from the Central American and diet. Some of those people smoke different. cigarettes and some drink of them alcohol. Smoke, a lot of them drink a lot more than we would recommend, especially the Georgians. You know, they're drinking vodka for breakfast. The Sardinians are drinking two bottles a day where we're going to say that two glasses a day may be beneficial they're drinking bottles right yeah, so that... they're breaking lots of the rules the longest lived woman on record that everyone agrees about guinness world records is jean calmet french lady she smoked for over 100 years she smoked all the way until she died she quit when she was 117 but said life wasn't worth it so she continued smoking until she got to 122 <laughs> uh, there's other there's other examples other similar well, examples people nicotine has all the rules. medicinal benefits too but it nicotine has... has tons of benefits that we could talk about there's tons of pros and cons but there's a pro and yeah. con to everything is, is kind of what i'm seeing here you can find good components of wheat we're very against wheat and barley and rye and these these harmful grains because they're harmful components, but you could just as easily just talk about their beneficial components. They have lots of different nutrients in them, and they're even better if they're not processed. So even the foods that are on our bad list have potential good things about them. Mm -hmm. Talking about proof, proof is very hard when it comes to, you know, these double-blind clinical trials that everyone wants to see. This isn't a double-blind situation. It's an epidemiological situation, and it's always going to be statistical, which is lame. And usually when they do study nutrients, for example... Uh, they're only giving you one, two, three nutrients. We're saying there's over 90 essential nutrients. So you study three, you get a good result or a bad result. It doesn't tell us much because all the variables haven't been covered. It's just very, very difficult to do with people. You mm -hmm. can't feed a human being a standard diet or whatever that you're trying to. You can only study this epidemiologically by asking people what they do and following them long term and that kind of thing. You can't keep them in a lab for 20 years to see the result and most bad foods they're they're not bad because they'll kill you right away they're bad because they'll kill you over time they'll create cellular damage over time they'll create inflammation uh, sometimes quickly like mm -hmm. in the case of the glutens but over time you know your intestines turn to scar tissue it's this is a 10 20 year process that you're just not going to get in a regular study so there are some major studies that have been done one of the more famous ones is the gigantic harvard nurses health study 
you know they discovered all kinds of things like uh, uh soda pop and cola specifically being highly correlated with osteoporosis you know they found all kinds of things by asking people what they do and, and following them long term but that's kind of the best that you can get when you're looking oh. at concrete conclusive proof this definitely will do this over these years too many variables with humans they do it with animals but they often screw that up too by giving unrealistically high doses this is why a lot of people are very concerned about a lot of different preservatives meanwhile oh, yeah. the studies were done by giving them just massive just incredible doses that you, you know you'd never experience you know how they got the uh, marijuana kills brain cells study to get uh to kill brain cells they probably fucking, massive doses. They, they hotboxed them. So they actually was CO2 poisoning that caused the, they put a mass that was so densely filled with smoke that he was getting asphyxiated and that caused the brain damage. So they're like, oh, it's the marijuana. And it's like, no, dude, you freaking gas mask this fool <laughs> with a continuous <laughs> bong load. That, like yeah, you didn't you, give him any air. <laughs> but you don't understand. Marijuana is a gateway drug. It's going to lead to everything else. They're going to steal yeah. and rob and everything else. It's going to lead to all the other cooler drugs. Yeah, right? Well, and that's, well, the thing, that's no. to Ryan's point, the thing that I found interesting on the, the Kennedy interview that Rogan did was he even talked about it. He's like, you're going to find experts on both sides of every yeah. argument. No matter what. And they're yeah. they're going to be looking at the same information. They're going to say two different things. And that's where this whole trust the expert thing throws people for a loop because you can find experts saying what you want them to say but mm. then you're also the people who are uh contrary to you they're also going to have experts that support their side and, yeah, but, and, and on and on it goes but i i told ghost this the other night and this is a a true fact maybe one day i'll have her on whenever i argue with my wife and i know i'm right i go get my lab coat because my lab coat makes me look like an <laughs> and a clipboard. It makes you an orbiter of science. And a clipboard. I got my stethoscope. I got my lab coat. <laughs> I got my my board. I'm like, you know what? I'm an expert. You can trust me. You can oh, get away with murder if you have a clipboard, literally, and a, and a lab coat, and a lab yeah. coat. Oh well, yeah. I got a couple of health questions, Ryan. You know, uh, and, and you know, I, we can either address them now or later. I don't know if we want to get into other stuff, but I mean, I, I know a lot of people are interested in in health related things, so that's why I figured we could just kind of segue into it from what you're just talking about with autism and, and gut biome and stuff. But, you know, my dad recently had open heart surgery and it's something that they tell you over and over again. This is like something that's kind of bound to happen in certain people. Uh, you know, your arteries, it's a genetic thing. Um, my question mostly for him and then also for me too, would be like, how can you keep your arteries clear and how can you, how can you help improve the the health of your heart and like that whole cardiovascular system? Is it an easy answer i'm sure it's not but what are some basic things if you don't mind i would say uh, sauna but uh health-wise i don't know yeah well yeah that, that's one thing Live, living a relaxed life go back to those long-lived people this is not the only answer i'm just saying it's part of it the, all the longest-lived people in general talk about naps talk about taking it easy talk about not taking it personally and yeah saunas yeah th sure but your heart your heart, whole cardiovascular system is built in nutrients, needs nutrients to run properly. Processed foods, this is the most basic answer I can really give. Processed foods cause, you know, plaque to build up. They cause damage in the arteries. They cause scarring in the arteries. They cause hardening in the arteries. So the processed foods is one half of the coin and the missing nutrients is the other half of the coin. When it comes to the heart, we have one of the strongest claims we have is qualified health claim from the FDA, which, the you know, I'm kind of a disciple of Dr. Wallach. He had to sue the FDA multiple times i think it's eight times so far nine times something like that he won every single time one of them 
was to sue them to gain the qualified health claim that supplementing with omega-3 essential fatty acid may prevent heart attack and stroke. It's just one of the more important nutrients involved. You have to present mountains of evidence to get any one of these claims for any one single nutrient. That goes back to the question earlier, too. It's very strange that they don't allow you to make claims in, in groups. Like if you if you take all the essential nutrients, this will happen. That's not a claim that's allowed. You have to make very specific claims. So this is why the omega-3 uh, you know, fish oil capsules or cod liver or whatever at your grocery store or health food store. This is why it says may prevent heart attack and stroke. And if there's an extended label, it may talk about thrombosis because the qualified health claim covers heart attack, stroke and various forms of thrombosis, blood clotting problems. Basically, your blood can run its own viscosity properly if it has the fatty nutrients. That's vitamins D, E, A and K, the omegas, especially omega three. I would put emphasis on omega D on that in the vitamin category as well and K. And selenium and zinc, yeah, those are the main ones for blood viscosity in general. Many other systems, the fatty nutrients, cholesterol is part of that. Cholesterol is an active molecule, but when it's deactivated by damage, like processed foods, it can now get stuck in the blood. It can, it's one of the ways that uh, you can have this cholesterol buildup. It's not cholesterol itself. The medical world knows this too. That's why they use statin drugs. You guys were talking about that earlier. They use statin drugs because they know... If you lower someone's cholesterol intake, the body will go into overdrive to make it because you need cholesterol in every single cell in the body, every cell in the body. You know, and all the sex hormones are made from cholesterol and all kinds of things are made from cholesterol. The cell membranes made from cholesterol that we're talking about insulin before and not getting into the cells. Well, that's because the, the membrane, the cell membrane, which is really the brain of the cell membrane. That's really what allows things to come in and, and, and not go in. It does that because it's semi-permeable. It's semi-permeable because it's made of cholesterol. So anyways, it's just an extremely important nutrient. Eating cholesterol doesn't cause cholesterol in the blood. Pro processed foods cause cholesterol in the blood. Again, this is why mm -hmm. you can remove cholesterol from the diet and your body still goes into hyperdrive trying to keep it at its level. And doctors will say you have high cholesterol and you really don't and all this stuff. But there's tons more nutrients involved. I mean, enlarged heart... Uh, like, sorry, congestive heart failure is caused by thiamine deficiency. Again, these are things we know in agriculture. You don't want your bull to get congestive heart failure. This is why dolphins kept dying in, in captivity in the early days because they were feeding them fish that destroys thiamine. They have an enzy enzyme called thiaminase in them. Small fish like smelt and anchovies and a bunch of other fish, they have uh, thiaminase in it. It destroys thiamine, so all the dolphins and whales were getting uh, congestive heart failure in the zoos. So this was an expensive problem, and they fixed it. Figured out how to fix it. Now we give thiamine shots to our livestock if we see signs of congestive heart failure. That's just one form. Another major nutrient is selenium. Selenium deficiency causes enlarged heart or athlete's heart or what they might call a genetic heart defect. Really, it's cardiomyopathy heart attack. It's an enlarged heart failure. So that selenium deficiency, we just talked about three of the 90th century nutrients. Many of them are involved in all types of systems we could talk forever about, but that's basically the, the two main causes the two main sides to the coin, and they usually go hand in hand. Processed food damages the body, damages the whole body. It, it increases our nutrient deficiencies when we're eating food with no nutrients in it. We can't possibly keep up with this. One system or another is going to fail. And the cardiovascular system is, is one of those. I mean, food goes into the blood directly. You absorb it. The whole point of this digestion system is to pull food apart. And then once it gets into the intestine, pull it into the blood. So it gets into the blood, and if it's toxic food, if it's oxidized food, if it's burned food, if it's all, all this stuff, basically processed food in a nutshell, if it's that and it gets into the, the veins, it immediately starts causing damage in the veins. 
damages the cholesterol that's naturally in the veins, inact so it inactivates that molecule. Now it's just floating around flat globs. It damages the actual linings of the of the veins and the vessels and the arteries. And those are just different names for different sizes of veins. They're all veins. Damage the inside of them. They can get hard. They can get scarred. Cholesterol can get caught up in it. All kinds of different things. So it's processed foods and nutrient deficiencies that causes heart disease in general. Thank you. Yeah, it's very interesting stuff. I've, I've yeah, heard. You know, I I see that I see that where I'm at too. So I live I live on a few acres. I've got goats and I've got chickens. I've got pigs. I've got turkeys. I've got everything but cows, basically. So, and when they so when they're not feeling good, there's certain plants that they go to because they know that that is what's going to heal them and nothing else, you know. And so it's really interesting to see. I got a buddy who's like, dude, you're ever, you're ever stuck out in the wild. Look what everybody, look what all the other animals eat. And that's pretty much what you can eat as well. Oh, if, yeah. they if they don't eat it, you leave them alone as well. So it's, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff in, in nature available to you if you look for it. But for the most part, like, uh, like Ryan a was saying, it's just, you know, it's like, they try to hide it from you and try to keep it from you to where you're going to have to be dependent on, on them to to fix who was it? this was a while ago but somebody said their job basically like their job isn't to fix you their job is just to you know to make you basically your job their job is to make you buy more pills their job yeah. is their job manage your symptoms that's what they do ask yeah. your doctor say hey doc can you cure me autism he's going to say no it's not appropriate to speak like that we can hopefully manage the symptoms we yeah can try this we could try that but we're managing the symptoms they don't know how to cure things their it's favorite sad. Their Which favorite is thing fun. is to give you a, a, a pill to manage your symptoms, then a, another pill to manage the side effects of the other <laughs> pill. And then you just doc, get on a whole fucking... Yeah, scene. Doc, I got bad diarrhea. I'm supposed it, to get a heart on for six hours. but I know I so diarrhea. many people. There's so many people who have sleeping pills uh, for at night because the Adderall that they take during the day doesn't let them sleep. So it's like, oh, yep. don't just you can't just stop taking the Adderall. It's like, uh, no, I, I want another pill. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's yeah. so crazy. It is interesting, man. You know, a, another one that I find interesting is like the charcoal stuff, but it looks like we got something else. Oh, the activated wow. charcoal? Yeah, is that is that good to take for like your for, kidneys and your I, I use activated charcoal all the time. For, if a dog for a is whole, sick or something, too. Okay. It's really good for your skin. You mix it with like a, um, coconut oil. Toothpaste, or, yeah, too, yeah. Or toothpaste as well. You know, I use it for toothpaste, but I was talking about like more for like gut health and and kidneys and stuff like that because I know it's a huge thing with a lot of people, and so I'm trying to stay on top of mine. Yeah, um, you, you rub it on top of your head, you get all your hair back. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I, I need that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We'll see. But yeah, sorry to step on that, Matt. What was that? Oh no, no, no. I was, I was, uh, I just noticed this the other day, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was looking <laughs> at. Uh, the new Captain America movie that's coming out, right? Well, I saw this. I, you put this out the other day, right? Yeah. And, somebody did. Yeah. yeah. And so I was looking at it. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Because I knew it was the, it was supposed to be called the New World Order. Well, apparently they rebranded it earlier this month. And now it's known as Captain America, the Brave New World. What the fuck? <laughs> so they're basically shifting from New World Order to Aldous Huxley's book, The Brave New World. And anybody that's read that knows what all sorts of crazy shit goes on in there. Has anybody read it? I'll, yeah. I'll raise my hand. I've read it. Yeah, one it's, of the main things in there is crazy, the forced but... medication, right? You got to exactly. take the happy pill every day. Yeah. Yep. 
And that's why that was I, I when I you guys were talking about all the pills and stuff. I'm like, that's Brave New World, right? They had to take their happy pill. Well, that was Pfizer's talking about their one a day pill instead of the shot that you could take. That I guess that died on the vine, but that sounded just like Brave New World when I heard that shit. Yeah. Or they're just not talking about it anymore and they're gonna put it into something else. They're waiting for the new strain or whatever. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, they did a a, a soft launch of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys heard the song uh, in the year twenty five twenty five from Zagar Zagar and Evans. I can't no. remember it. I know. Uh, uh, who's the redheaded talk show guy? Um, Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. Yeah, he did one like in the year twenty five twenty five or in the year twenty twenty. He did one like that as well as freaking hilarious but well I'm yeah sure this is a more sure completely it, different yeah it sounds exactly like because i've only listened to like shows talking about uh brave new world and i'm very familiar with julian and aldous huxley right like they're they're interesting dudes but like just some of the things that you see in the song i'm not going to play it but like you know in the year 35 35 because it goes from 25 25 35 35 45 you get the idea um Everything that you think, do, and say is in the pill that you took that day in 3535. Wow. Um, in 4545, ain't going to need your teeth to chew. You, you uh, won't need your eyes. Uh, you f- won't find a thing to chew, blah, blah, blah. Uh, nobody's going to look at you. I mean, like the whole, I kind of butchered that last one. But you see the idea here. It's, it's very, very, it's a great song. But uh, yeah, they talk about all this stuff. Like, you won't have to name your kid. Uh, you won't have to do all this different stuff because it's all going to be done for you, basically. Um, wild song, though, dude. It's really good. The video is kind of creepy, too. Good stuff. It really who is. is. <laughs> who is it? Who does the song? It's Zager and Evans. This is an old, old Zager one. Evans. 1969. Um, yeah, I mean, 55, 55, your arms are hanging limp at your sides. Your legs got nothing to do. Some machine's doing that for you. You know what I mean? Like it's all it's great, dude. I, I encourage everybody to listen to it. Um, it's a weird song, dude. It's all about like transhumanism and basically all that shit that sounds like it's, you know, just a fun, fun listen. <laughs> Honestly, I don't so, think it's gonna get there. If we could just throw some optimism in here, I think white pills. The, the madness of the last couple of years recruited a lot of people onto the side of sensibility. I think there's so I I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on the opposite side. Of that, if if transhumanism is what we know about, what is it that's really going to happen? Cosmism. Okay, that's so what... co- if cosmism's what we know about, what what is I haven't heard hardly anyone talk about. It. The only other guy that I've heard talk about it's dead. He was a kid that I was talking a lot of shit about Joe Rogan. His name was Matthew North, and okay. uh, and he was he was the only person I've ever heard talk about cosmism. And then some other people talked about it too, but it's it's essentially transhumanism. It's just the way that they put it is that if transhumanism is liberal, then cosmism is conservative, which we know that's the same shit. Right. And my thing is, is if we know about it, then there's got to be something else. And that's just my own personal opinion. But if we know about it, then there's got to be something else coming down that we've never, ever heard of. Maybe like, we give them too much credit on this front. You know, maybe we're partially manipulated in the conspiracy community to think the government is bigger and stronger than it really is. Maybe a lot of their stuff they played around with has ah, failed. Good point. That's a good you point. Know? 
Look at this from the health perspective. I think if they keep ramping up technology, they keep trying to do trans transhumanism. People are just actually literally aren't going to be able to reproduce. You know, so infertility so you, is already rampant. Do you think that they're just going to shut it down and that's where the great reset happens? No, like I think you, that they're not all wise. Over. And sometimes they have some crazy ideas like, yeah, we could be integrated with uh, technology. It's not a new idea. It's been a very popular idea for a long time, but... None of them ever even talked about the health consequences. You hear them talk about putting chips into heads and, and stuff, and none of them address the EMF impact at all. So it, this is already, I would say, the third major thing. We just talked about processed foods and nutrient deficiencies. Those are huge. But the third major thing is EMF, and you can't achieve transhumanism without massive well, radiation make... exposure constantly, you know, from on purpose now. That would make it so our organic bodies are obsolete in a radiation-filled world. So you need to be like a semi-cyborg creature. Yeah, but that's also assuming that you can replicate in any way at all the human mind into technology. And I just don't think you can. I don't think we can live on a cloud. I don't think we can integrate with technology. And I mean, that's even and like well, a dog. Happens. Like Just because you can poke a nerve and make a dog wag its tail it doesn't mean that you can control its brains all organic that, creatures are vastly more complicated than science i think we'll ever know yeah that happened in that bruce willis movie right uh surrogate element oh. basically yeah. they they were basically they sat in a deprivation chamber and sent out their you know their their robots that look just like them to go to the grocery store and to the dmv and, and everything else well mm. yeah and that's what's interesting because this came out where last week where they were talking about creating on, synthetic human embryos i think they're gonna have some retard creatures being born from these uh experiments yeah, honestly because i don't think you, it's gonna work out very well exactly like you said right there's there's no way to recreate the mind now if you listen and i keep referencing yuval harari because i just watched his 60 minute piece again and it's it's numbing because they're they want all the data to be able to tell what your brain is thinking how your mind actually works and they're not there yet like you said but the other thing they can't recreate is the soul right and those are two key pieces of humanity that i don't think you're going to be able to genetically create i think you know it, it, it ai and synthetic is all based on ones and zeros it's not based on emotions it's not based on it's all logical, you know, and this all gets outside of that realm. And that's where, you know, recreating the mind yeah. is, is such a, a, a unfathomable thing, I think. I, I just don't see how it happens. I mean, I know humans are predictable to an extent, but I don't think they're that predictable and that uniform. I think it's interesting that like the other side of the spectrum, um, life extension in the biological form, like that's what the billionaires are actually that going for themselves and then they're giving us like the cyborg option uh, and the same thing with like having children and stuff like that they're telling us don't have more children and they're having 10 20 children and shit like that so it's super super interesting that is a good point hey the, the most successful people i know tend to ground themselves in reality as much as possible you know they spend as much time as possible with their families and you know they're soaking up every minute they're they're, they're not actually on the phone scrolling and wasting our wasting their lives on uh, well, social media and all their this kids stuff. don't even aren't allowed to use ipads so i, I shoot a lot yeah, of like, it's like zuckerberg his kids can't use facebook right? i shoot well, wedding wedding photography with, 
And the rich um, homeschool. That's what I've been noticing. The rich well, all homeschool. It's been and, insane. Or <laughs> and with that school. as well, that like they don't. Yeah. The people who are most successful, or at least best, kind of in this area, like they don't hold on to an ideology that if it comes around to be false, it doesn't break them. Yeah. Oh, okay. If if that makes sense, like, like a social construct or something that you. Yeah, I was. I was told a long time ago, don't hold, don't hold on to an ideology that if you come to find out that it's false, and for me it was religion or Christianity. That if you believe, if you come to find out that you believe that it's false, that it completely wrecks your whole narrative, sort of thing. You know, there's a lot of things I believe are true, but I'm okay with finding out that they're that they're not true as as well. Well, you guys know there's an awful lot of people out there who uh, really will always refuse to believe that space is fake or, you know, a lot of these other core concepts that we attack in the conspiracy What? Space is fake? What? I I know, right? There's so many people where that is such a big part of their identity that they couldn't possibly question it realistically. Oh, people get, like, they're so in, uh, like, they want to be a team or something. They want something outside of their body to kind of be their avatar almost and i there's a netflix show has nothing to do with conspiracies and it's like complete garbage mental garbage is actually well really well produced about mer people and they're basically like uh furries but for mermaids mm-hmm. and that shit just gives you an insight into like the mental issues going across the country <laughs> and across the world right now like it so pretty- my 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 sister who if she's listening to this i apologize for ratting you out but she she told me a couple weeks ago that if basically doesn't give her a tingle, she doesn't want to look into it. I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. Like, <laughs> you're only looking into things that give you, like, a tingle? Like, there's so many other things that you don't even know give you a tingle until you actually get into it. It's a side effect of calcified pineal gland, I guess, or something. It's like you need, you need something else to... Yeah, you, you got to start sucking, by. Uh, it was a motorcycle, yeah, two stroke. Yep, I'm out in the in the country ish area now. So, <laughs> where, are you, where are you at? Where well, I'm in at? I'm near San Diego, but I'm in Lakeside now, so it's like East San Diego. Okay, yeah. So I used to live. I don't know. This is probably going completely off of where Matt wants this to go. So I used to live in Santa Barbara area, but I used to go down south a lot to ride motorcycles down there. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. When it started really getting more to the Moto X or the step up and all the all the X game stuff versus the, you used to go way down out there kind of on the other side of the mountain to, uh, to start to, to ride a whole bunch. Yeah. I love, I love it. It's like the kids out here on mini bikes, like riding around where, where I was in the city, they were just like with purple hair and yeah. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, dude, rough riders on the four wheelers in the city. <laughs> Dude, they have like their own little gang. It's so cool seeing them roll up. I'm like, oh man, there's like ten kids on little motorbikes, like rant, 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 just like dude, living I, their best life. I was the white guy trying to live that. I was trying to be a rough rider, but they just wouldn't <laughs> let me in for whatever reason. <laughs> dude, that always cracked me up because I lived in the city forever, and I'm like, where are you getting these four wheelers? They don't sell four wheelers in the city. They were I'm going sure to the Detroit. country and stealing and, them. And nothing says thug life like a four wheeler. <laughs> uh, Detroit, have you seen that four wheeler culture? They have it, the four wheeler and paintball. It looks pretty fun now. They went from being like gangbanging to uh, like kind of, I don't know, fun shit. Really? <laughs> yeah, riding around on quads doing drive bys for each other. And they'll be like, man, I spent like a thousand bucks on gas and, and <laughs> paintballs today, man. Like, 
That's Gosh, a, I w- wish I had a thousand dollars to spend on gas and pay moss. Dude, with the same with the mirth people. They're like, oh, these are like a thousand dollar mermaid tails. I'm like, what the fuck? How do you guys afford multiple ones of these? Like, <laughs> I needed to figure out how to make the farmer life a uh, and like a a life where all these girls are doing all their things, but it needs to be me instead. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here, here I am on the tractor. Filling it up with filling it up with diesel, changing out the spark, you know, the changing out the uh the plugs. <laughs> Did just be a tiger king and get like a harem of uh gay meth at it for <laughs> twinks or whatever. Uh, yeah, that that's not really my thing. No well what about the other guy? Doc Antle then. Doc Antle, he had like a bunch of chicks at his place. What a weird outfit. My wife probably wouldn't approve of that. <laughs> hey, I'm bringing over ten girlfriends. No, I don't think you're going to. Oh, okay. just get some MK Ultra and <laughs> speaking of so <laughs> MK Ultra, did you? There's a MK Ultra movie on Amazon Prime called MK Ultra. I watched it the other day. It is freaking fantastic. Well, and oh, you know why, down. John? We I've talked about this before. It's another one of those where when you go to research MK Ultra, all you get is shit about the movie. Now, oh, I'm sure. I'm you, sure. I put that. I put that link on there about the Jim Carrey stuff. I had to search and search and search because yeah. the autism, Jim Carrey curing autism is not available on any Google search whatsoever. Yep. Well, and that's why that uh, the Big Bang Theory was such a big hit TV show, right? You start looking at some of these names and you start having a tough time doing actual research because the search engines just flood you with all this nonsense from Hollywood. Matt, don't ruin it for me. Have you, I already ruined, you already ruined baseball for me. You ruined, <laughs> you ruined Disney for me. You can't ruin Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Dude, there is a great movie too about it's just called The Mandela Effect and it's on Tubi. Yes. Tubi's free. Yes. It's so oh, really? Good. Let me check that out. It's phenomenal. It's on Peacock too. And I have a lot of video uh, fit, p- photos at it this week. So I'm like trying to get a list of shit to watch. Oh, have you guys, have oh, you guys seen Utopia on Amazon? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. And there's two the British version and the American version. Fuck. Show that to a normie, normie friend and they'll just get like so uncomfortable they'll turn it off. But it's just like the parallels to it are too too crazy. Yeah, I don't have Netflix anymore. Any of you guys get into the new Black Mirror? I did. Yeah, I saw it all. Yes. It's fantastic. You is like it? it? I think it's so bad, dude. Well, if you're it depends on what your bar is. If your bar is like the first season, then it's fucking hard. It's the to- old ones. Like there's nothing that's like like you know, the old ones were all like, you know, kind of in the future and like transhumanism and, and oh, like, these ones are in the past kind of or like Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me why they just completely did a one eighty there. They were different it felt almost like a different show, but compared to everything else on Netflix, I was just like a breath. I was like, Oh, thank God something can kind of like uh yeah you can watch it the stories are still good but it's yeah. like this is not black mirror this is the like twists uh, aren't as twisty as usual too. Yeah. yeah well because all i saw the reason why i brought it up because i like i said i don't even have netflix anymore but i kept seeing in the in the news they were talking about how you know how is is this predicting the future and everything's so dark and this and that and i'm like well how is that any different than every every other season of black mirror yeah. I mean, they were doing well, it, it predicted Zelensky. it predicted like everything it's fucking crazy like yeah. comedian becomes president and <laughs> the social credit score all that oh shit. yeah yeah man. those those for those I, those first episodes like 
in this even the second and the third season they all have like just little diamonds in the rough like oh yeah fucking the video game episode oh my god yeah the best one and like that's the stuff that i expect with his homie yeah (laughs) with his homie and the panda or whatever he's like i even fucked a panda or whatever yeah is, it that, is one? that that video game? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's like for some reason they changed the vibe of the show. But maybe it's because they were like getting on to some shit, and they were like, "Let's uh, you know." Well, did you hear that the guy tried to use AI to write a couple episodes, and he said that they were dog shit, and he didn't use it. I wonder if he just lied and ran the AI episodes, or <laughs> maybe. Yeah, man, I wasn't a fan, but there's a lot of good I, shows though. I'm in between yeah, both of you time. guys. I like didn't hate it. I was happy to see it, but it wasn't the first season for sure. <laughs> no. But is there any other recommendations you guys have for like cool conspiratorial, like mind bending kind of stuff? If you like animated movies, Metropia is really cool. Metropia. Yeah, I don't know what it would Dude, be. You see, have you seen Attack on Titan? That has like a real cool yeah. reference to uh, like Flat Earth because they're yeah. on like uh, these little island, like little island things, basically. Yeah, like a walled-in community, right? Walled city, yeah. Bubbles, bubble cities. That's good. The movie The Conspiracy is really good. Not with Mel Gibson, but it's uh, it's what actually all my sound bites in my intro were from that movie. Yep. What was the first one? Metro Apocalypse. Uh, Metropia. 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 Um, animated movie, yeah. Dope. That that show or that series, whatever, is fantastic. That's the one about where with the shampoo. I don't want to give it away. Someone yeah. try to yeah, 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 yeah. That that is fantastic. The animated the Metropia you're talking about? Metropia, John? yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, yeah, it's great. It's yeah, all with sh- like with with the shampoo and the nanobots. That's the yeah. one, right? Does yeah. Does anyone do a conspiracy like film review yet? I know there's a couple shows that are like completely do that, but anyone in like, I know Ryan, you're talking about it, potentially doing it with um, ghosts or something. Yeah. I want to, because um, yeah, those guys do a good job. It's Andy, uh, Drew and and then Bob. Bob, Right. But I mean, they, they can get together so rarely, you know, and there's so many movies, Mm -hmm. like I'd like to go on there and do it with them. But um, you know, yeah, I'd like to do a one every like month or something. You know what I mean? Because yeah, dude, I watch so many conspiratorial movies, and I've watched so many in the past. Lunopolis is another phenomenal, mind blowing one, um, where these dudes find essentially like a time machine that takes them back and forth from the moon, and it's filmed like uh, like Blair Witch Project kind of. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude. There's there's a lot, man. I can talk all day about movies. Have, really. have you guys ever watched Childhood's End? It's done by Arthur C. Clarke, who's the guy who wrote. Um, oh, what did he write? Let me look it up real quick. Uh, Childhood's in Arthur C. Clarke. Yeah, dude, I used to watch like a movie a day, dude. Like Starship Troopers. I remember like watching that as a kid, and now watching it, being like, "Oh, this is full of conspiratorial shit," and like, uh, just so like Arthur Arthur C. Clarke wrote 2001: Space Odyssey. But he he wrote this book called Childhood's End, which is it is fantastic. You can watch it on. Uh, it's like Tubi or Freebie or or one oh, of, uh, one of those. Oh no, it's on Prime. I think it's on Prime. I highly recommend watching that. Hi, and I can't tell you anything about it because it'll give it away. But Childhood's End by uh, Anthony C. Clark. I. Or Arthur C. Clarke, I highly recommend watching. Before you watch anything else, I highly recommend watching. I'll oh, star that one. It's called Childhood End, right? And Child, they... Childhood's apostrophe S, End. Okay, cool. 
It is, I, had, I had Zen is, for a little bit. I was like, oh, it's it is, probably completely different. Childhood uh, yeah, Zen. <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably the Rebecca Creek whiskey I'm drinking that made it sound like that. <laughs> that sounds bomb to me. It so is, you're not in is, California yeah, anymore, right? I'm not. I moved to Texas like 12 years ago. I'm considering considering doing that myself because this is uh, where my wife is originally from. All so. these fucking Californians moving to red states, dude, or Florida, it's, Texas, or Florida, dude, or Virginia. It's, it's too damn hot here. I'm gonna let you know right now. <laughs> yeah, it's too damn hot. It I'm a surfer too. I'm like, there's no surf. It's, yeah, there's no <laughs> surf. You can't go down to the coast because I'm a surf too. I grew up surfing in Santa Barbara, and then we oh, go yeah. down like we we go down like Dana Point, Newport Beach, Hunt, Huntington Beach. You know, we go down to like. You know, down to like Black's Beach and out in oh, San Diego, yeah. we we <laughs> hop the border and spend like four or five days in Baja, all that. And hit I up, came uh, like, I do, came do you hit up Hong Kong while you're down there? Yeah, dude, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. If you guys haven't been to Hong Kong, you're missing out on life, dude. We, it, you it, know, it, we it, finally <laughs> got a friend who had a boat, so we could go out and surf the ranch, all those kind of things. And then moved out here. I'm like, where's the beach? And they're like, it sucks. It's no good. Oh, okay. Yeah, there, I think there's an artificial thing. Kelly Slater has something. I don't know where in Texas is a big there, state there, though. Yeah, there's one in Waco. There's one in Waco. They got yep. a, a a wave pool kind of thing out there, but it's also. Well, you guys so, are talking. I, I'm gonna crack open a couple of these real quick. As as much as it sucks, gas is also two dollars and ninety cents. Oh my god! Yeah. And I don't my my catalytic converter I need for my van that needs two of them are two thousand bucks a piece. And I'm like in Texas they're two hundred bucks a piece because they don't have you, to have. You know <laughs> you, you know what a, you want to know what an inspection consists of? Put your blinker left, put your blinker right, tap on your brakes. Okay, you passed. Oh, dude, that's epic. That's <laughs> that, that is it. There's no smog. There's no. There's nothing. It's, How about can you sell your eggs without three licenses? For the most part, you can. Where, where, where I'm at, we can. Just don't bomb. What is that I, one? Is that a rack? The power of the tomahawk. Yeah, that's just, amazing <laughs> it's just like about some dude getting blown up. <laughs> for those listening, Rye is opening uh, Operation Desert Storm original card packs. And dude, I really uh, think you need to grade all of those, Ryan. Like, I will chip in for you because I don't know if anybody else grades those. But if uh, they're so cheap, them, though. Oh, they're they're not even dude. worth the card they're printed on. But here's the thing: you get, you get SPC for nine dollars a card. They're like they're. It's just the military industrial complex. Is that the one that got bombed? The capitalizing propaganda. on war yeah you yeah. know they're just profiting even more on war in the sense of trading cards like they're just glorifying all the weapons of war all the sadistic fucks that run the wars so well, what was it, crazy is one of the cards that i got was a uh, carpet bombing and it yeah. showed it showed the carpet bombing and on the back they give these really cool descriptions i actually like the descriptions more Cause it talks about like, you know, just the propaganda, like I said, and this said on the back and just imagine a little kid reading this or like someone's mom reading this to them when they're, you know, five years old. And it says carpet bombing is very, very, uh, it's an important tool when destroying a big area in a short amount of time. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, yeah, so this is for killing a lot of people in a quick amount of time, basically. Yeah. I, I remember being like 12 years old and we were playing video games and they were bombing Iraq. And my friend's mom just was like, yeah, Everybody come downstairs. And it's like, we're getting them. Fuck yeah. Get them. Everyone was like Crazy. celebrating. And I'm like, we're just hitting up yeah. some villages right now. Like Ryan, do they have gum in there? That's the question I want to know. They do don't. They, no, they did not come with oh. gum. 
Got an airborne. Is there a yellow cake card? Yellow. Oh, I got another. Uh, <laughs> got another Schwarzkopf. Got two Schwarzkopfs. Look at that. The different that one, one though. Yeah, that one's got good centering and everything. Yeah. <laughs> send Wait, that so. in. That might be worth four dollars. <laughs> you got a Chinook. <laughs> I mean, it's just funny, dude. Oh, this is nice right here. Marine <laughs> firefighters. Look at that. So with that, I start. I I just finished watching on Showtime. They've got a whole thing about the um the Branch Davidians and the Waco David Koresh whole right. thing. It's a it's a two part. So the first one is like a six part series, and the next one's like a five part series. And it's really interesting how they do it because they really portray the government as as the big baddie in front. Oh, of Oh, really? Yeah, and they even talk about how basically it was the gut like this was the part in in time where we where the government basically separated the people who believe in the government and people who don't believe in the government. It's real. It was, if you guys have showtime or a way to watch it, it's called Waco. I highly recommend it. It is really, really well done and kind of on more our side than the other side. Well, and that was also the introduction to the American public of terrorism, right? Was that little time frame because you had the original World Trade Center bombing. You had Oklahoma City. You had yeah. Waco. Then you had Columbine. So you know. I didn't. I didn't realize that Waco was on the anniversary of. Or I mean, not sorry. The Oklahoma City bombing was on the anniversary of Waco. Because supposedly day. McVeigh was at was, Waco. Yeah, that's and that's what they showed in the in the thing in the, yeah. in the series as well. He was hawking t-shirts or some shit. Yeah. Did you guys hear of Elohim City? With that whole thing, yeah, yes. they talked about that a whole bunch in the second part of that as well. Like, I was really surprised about how how much anti government they went into with it versus like. Was it called a convenient lie? No, it's just called Waco. Waco. Okay, because there's another one called the in- uh, inconvenient lie where it talks about that dude that that black cop that was looking into it on his own. I'm sure this does yeah. too. And he like killed himself by dragging himself behind a car. That was OKC, right? Yeah, That's probably shot himself, city cop. shot himself twice in yeah, the yeah. head. Yeah. 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 Was that, it was, it oh, was, you guys were talking was, about Waco. My mistake. Yeah. OKC was what uh, the convenient lie or whatever the hell, inconvenient truth, whatever yes. it is. That's about which, do, which dovetails into Waco, though, because he sure. set off the bomb the minute to the day to the hour that the Waco thing happened. And it was, it was really interesting. I was really surprised about how well how well, well and, done it was and then you know to tie in current events you also had the unabomber yeah right so you had all of these domestic terrorists being rolled out then they showed you the foreign terrorists for the next 20 years and that got old so yep. now they're back to domestic terrorism again and now if you're any sort of patriot whatsoever you are deemed right wing and right wing is now AKA domestic terrorist. And right. that was the, that was the very end of the whole series that they did. You know, when, like when, when you watch something and at the very end, they put up a whole bunch of words and you know, read all the paragraphs. That's what it was. It was like, after this, there are 560, whatever odd groups that deem themselves as American patriots that are now deemed as terrorists. And basically is like, you don't want to be a part of this because you know, you're going to be deemed a terrorist as well. Real quick, dude, last thing with these cards. This is my favorite one that I got from this because look at that. That's the UN flag and the number. That's a flat oh. earth. That's a flat earth right there, Ryan. Do you see the number of the card? 33. That's that's amazing. 
Isn't that perfect? It's the last one of the flags because they give you a flag sticker in each one. And the UN is the 33rd flag that they put on there. So we had dinner last night with a friend who he just got his his uh, his apron through the uh, through the Masons in oh, nice. uh, Browns in Brownsville, Texas. It's the number thirty three Mason Lodge in the in the United States. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Oh, in Texas, yeah, yeah, that was like a yeah. theory why Rogan is like why they're kind of targeting Texas right now. Yeah, whole you know culture war shit. Who knows what's true. Nothing. Nothing is true. We're in a simulation. There's nothing else that's true. Could be. Could be. That dude that we were talking with the other day, talking about those numbers and shit. I mean, uh, you know, I, I discovered a little bit of it. Did you did, have you checked that out, Matt? The the Sun Circle stuff Not or yet. the Sun Square rather? That was the guy who was on the Ghost, right? That was the guy who was on the Ghost the other night. Yeah, man. But yeah. like, it was yeah. weird because they were talking about this, and then I kind of stumbled onto it myself, looking at some other shit. Because he was saying that six 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 is the number of man, and I was saying it's the number of the sun. Something that I found because the Bible says it's the number of man and beast. But yeah. there's this sun square that, and, and like, what I don't think that Garrick had seen this, and I sent it to him. We were talking about it, and he sent me all kinds of shit once he started looking at it because you add up. It's kind of like Sudoku. Each one of these lines adds up to 111, and then the whole thing is 666. Each corner and like all the different combinations of four numbers add up to 74, which is Jesus and Lucifer and Gamache. It's just wild, dude. weird stuff. That kind of makes you believe that we're in a simulation of some kind. Well, it's all numbers related, right? I mean, it, it, and, and as we get closer to the AI, that gets you even further down to the ones and zeros. Yeah. Which is, you know, that makes you think, is this all programmed? You know, is this part of a greater program? And who knows? The problem is, though, with num- ones and zeros is you can make you can make math say anything that you want to, mm-hmm. really. That was Gates' famous book, right? How to have statistics lie or whatever. How to lie with statistics. statistics. Yeah. That's an epic book, dude. It's crazy how easy it is. is like that during a, That's a real book? I didn't yeah. know that was a real book. Gonna, yeah, dude, it's on Amazon. You can that. still buy. You can still buy, which leads me to books are one of the sure. most like collectible yeah. things. If you're getting like conspiratorial ones, because they're ones that are getting taken off of Amazon. Um, like if you get a hard copy of some of these books, are getting crazy expensive. Well, that's uh, like that Federov or Fed- whatever his name is the the Russian guy who's got the the history of the Fomenko. Fomenko, yeah. His books are getting ridiculously expensive. I keep looking, thinking I need to buy them, and every time I look, they're like two hundred and fifty dollars. Dude, my well, like, there's only certain people who are supposed to read that. <laughs> well, hey, John, if you want them, I have them all on PDF. Do you? Yeah, oh, I would. Lo- I would love them. Yeah, I would absolutely love them. I could share those with you. Did you? And and along those lines, have you guys seen that um, archive.org, which is one of the biggest repositories for you know, old books and stuff lost their lawsuit for copyright infringement. Mm. So I, I noticed about probably three months ago, four months ago, because I, I lived on archive.org. You know, I used to go back and get any book I could from the 1800s or earlier, or even some of the early 1900s. And now, unless you do a Google search or whatever, you know, browser you're using, and type in the book name with PDF. You you can't go into archive.org, type in the book name dot, you know, and and find it anymore. They just it just brings up totally irrelevant matches, mostly encyclopedias and things like that. 
and I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. And then I realized the lawsuits going on. So there must be something going on with that website. But I mean, for the time being, and I've said this since I started my podcast to everyone, if you can get your hands on PDFs or physical books, do it because that's going to be gold in, you know, 30 years when they start this next book burning campaign that they're on right now, where they're just eliminating stuff and altering everything. If you can get the source document and have it in your possession, you got a little bit of a chance on your side, at least. Mm. Yeah, man. It's crazy. The internet's going to be censored big time. Oh, huge. Absolutely huge. I mean, it's, it already is. And we haven't seen anything yet. This is, yeah. the, you know, they get the restrict act going and they get some of these other uh, plays on their side going where they can start going after you for speech and, and for what you write, we're doomed. I mean, again, it's, it's just another way to break up the communication yeah, and the passing of information. So I don't know. It's, it's a wild one for sure. Definitely, man. Weird. Hey, we- Rye, I, I got some news for you. Last week, the battle, and we're going to do this right now. We're not, we're not ending by any means, but uh, the battle for uh, raccoon versus bear is dead even now again huh yep we got you got three on your side last week of wow. team bear so uh who are they who are these geniuses we had uh let's see we had chris from rain down Rantcast, okay and then we had kevin and brian from um it's a hard rock life podcast okay okay yeah so, man so why don't we, uh, John? Why don't I ask you? Since yeah, you got so, so we'll I've, give you that. We'll lay every guidelines out for those who are new. We got you get you have to fight to the death. No weapons, no tools. There's no diseases involved with the animals. You either have to fight five raccoons at once. You know, we're talking twenty-five to thirty-pound raccoons, or one bear equal to your weight. All right, so first off, I've never seen a Faces of Death video where somebody gets killed by a raccoon. I've seen ones before where people have been beheaded by a bear, swinging their their large paw and taking their person that person's head off. Um, I'm gonna go with the bear or with a raccoon. I do not want to fight a bear. I want to fight a raccoon. Five, five, five. five. I want to fight five raccoons. Okay, because I'm pretty sure I could take one and throw it at at another raccoon, and then take another one and throw it at another raccoon. I might be bitten and and scraped up, but I'm pretty sure I still have my head. And and just for your knowledge, right? They uh, when we were talking last week, Chris was talking about how you know you you're famous for the old uh, just shoving your fist up its ass. He also said you can shove it, your fist down its throat, and if you can get it far enough in, it will. It, it can't bite down or something anymore. He was talking about another animal attack where that happened, and the guy actually shoved his fist down the animal's throat. But you also have to get it down quick enough before it bites your arm off. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's well, and Ryan's going to shove his hand up its ass. So yeah. I mean, it's one's going have, in its ass, one's going in its throat. I'm you have to have those precision yeah. strikes to be able to to hit those spots. You know, I mean, but they did verify your claim of the you know the pitbull that was locked on, and the owner just went over and stuck a finger in its ass, and it ended that lockjaw real quick. 
Yeah, you cannot pry their jaws open, and you don't know if you're getting bit after you you do that. But you know, you're getting it off the kid that it's attacking. If that's、yes. the case. Oh yeah, or if you have water, pour it on its face, and that will usually do it. Yeah, like, if you have a especially a hose, you get it continuously on their mouth and nose, and they'll have to let go.、It's、the same thing; they're、go. just suffocating. <laughs> As I've in Mexico, I've dealt with a lot of gnarly dog encounters, especially、right. even dogs attacking my dogs through my fence and everything. So the. the, the I've learned some techniques, <laughs> but those <laughs> techniques de- definitely work. But I, I definitely haven't had to、uh, do that yet with the、uh, rectal exam on a dog or whatever. <laughs> the combat rectal exam, dude, you got to stay away from a dog's ass at all costs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, had to, I had to milk one of my bulldog's anal glands on a regular、yeah. basis, and there is nothing <sighs> more foul than that, man. It is. It was torture. I've heard of. I've heard, but. I don't know if that's a sentence that should ever be said. <laughs> Had to milk and, it, milking and yeah, on a regular basis, John. That's a genetic problem right there. It's、man. either that or the dog drags its ass all along your carpet until it's bloody and leaves you a nice pattern in your carpet. It smells almost dog, like fish too. Like it's, it's weird, the worst smelling shit ever. It's so distinct and unique. That's gnarly. Once、yeah. you smell it, it's rare you、yeah. smell it again, other than a leaky asshole. Yeah. Or the dog's just into it and is glad <laughs> that you're there. That's、yeah. the one thing at the pet groomer that makes it worth the cost. I'm like, this cost is insane. <laughs> 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 they, they do some dirty work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not fun, man. I don't wish that on anybody. Fuck that. Yeah. So that I guess that brings us. That have you done it? Have you gotten in on this, Nico? Bears, the lands, the, no, the bear, the raccoons. Yeah, I think I did. I think yeah, Nico I, did raccoons、uh, a couple shows ago when we had Louis on. Okay, okay. And I, I made a caveat where was, if I could get my back against the wall, I could. I think I could do decently against the raccoons. With the bear, it doesn't matter where I am at. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be pretty fucked unless I could choke it out. <laughs> yeah, just triangle choke that thing. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fight to your death. I'm like his death. His esophagus might be stronger than my bicep. Like that's the fucked up part. Like, well, it only weighs the same as you do. Yeah, I think you guys. Oh, are, that's you interesting. You guys are still thinking this is like a 700 pound bear because there ain't no 250 pound bear that's Dude, knocking、I'm, your head off with one swipe. I'll tell you that right、I'm, now. I'm three and a half spins though. That's quite a that's that's a big bear. A fairly big bear. That's well, big how bear. much stronger? Wild animals in us, like monkey, what five times, ten times per、yeah. pound. So that could be pretty, pretty intense. Plus, it has <laughs> a hand that's just full of razor blades. You know that bear with those fucking claws, man. That thing claws you. Holy shit! Let well, alone bites. And、you. again, I've seen a bear take a head off on the Faces of Death video. I've never seen a raccoon take a head off. <laughs> Dude, bears take down fucking carob or what's the fucking moose, elk. dude? And, elk and moose. Yeah, I would never fuck with a moose. Like, <laughs> like a moose is fucking crazy. <laughs> Man, I saw a horse fuck someone up so bad the other day that it made me scared of like horses. It it just grabbed him right here by his shoulder and just like you know in those cartoons when they grab someone to go pop 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 pop, and that's what he did to a guy. He was just ragdolling him like this and slamming him on one piece of the ground, then flipping him in the air. Slamming him on the other piece, flipping him in the air. Another guy had to come save him. I was like, I can't believe. 
fucking horse could do that shit. Nature's brutal, man. Dude, I don't fuck with horses. I used to feed one as a kid. My neighbor had a horse, and he's like, yeah, just come over and feed him, and, you know, I'll pay you whatever. And I was like, as a kid, I was looking for any hustle I could find. Dude, I got bit by that horse so many fucking times. (laughs) They are just assholes. The thing people don't realize about wild animals is if they're in a bad mood, you don't want to be anywhere near them. Yeah, because even a small what? one. You're 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 right in their line of sight with their bad mood. Just leave and, them alone. And John, I was the source of food, right? I was feeding this guy, <laughs> so like you think he'd give yeah. me a break? This no, month, they don't no, care. no, no break. They don't care. No, nope. they don't care. Awesome. Not at all. And you like, see, like Putin riding a horse, shirtless, hanging out with bears and shit. I'm like, man, that's some shit. <laughs> Have you heard that shit about Russia? I don't know if it's true, but I saw uh, this lady who talks about holistic stuff all the time on um, Reels, and she was saying that Putin made it illegal to farm with GMOs or to use pesticides or like certain. Yeah, and that. uh, Well, that goes along the same lines too of like everywhere Putin's invading is is a bio weapon. Yeah, that happened with. I mean, I don't know how true it is. I haven't been to these labs. I have no clue. But I know that that information is out there. But then again, you hear that he was a young global leader, leader, and he was on the World Economic Forum's website until they removed him. When people started calling that shit out, they're like, "What? You went to the same place as Justin Trudeau and fucking all these other people?" I like, I, I figure he's yeah. a world leader, just like everybody else is. He's, I don't trust him, just like I don't trust anybody else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Although, to be fair, in that Famico stuff. He thinks everything happened in Russia versus versus anywhere else. So what do you mean? What, what well, is what what happens in Russia? Oh, he thinks Jesus is from Russia. He oh, thinks, he thinks he Jerusalem's think, in Russia. All yeah, that. He stuff. thinks all of that stuff happened in Russia, not in not in the Middle East or anywhere else. That the Middle East is basically being pushed by the global elites, and that everything really happened in Russia, not anywhere else. And it was all destroyed supposedly by the you know during the Bolsheviks and Stalin, yeah. and oh, well, that's, that's how they got rid of Tartaria. And I have I have absolutely no way to refute any of this. Well, the Bolsheviks uh, brought in like the or was it or after them is they brought it they got in the bank or whatever they got rid of the the royals but they brought in a fucking central bank. I don't know if that was the Bolshevik that was the communist but someone did. And that was what the whole Disney movie's about. That family that gets killed or Anastasia yeah. or whatever. Yep. Well, well it must di- have been because every every other country that doesn't do the federal government gets invaded, whether it's Gaddafi, whether it's whoever else, like they Hussein, whoever, they get ousted out of power, and then all of a sudden, oh look, we're gonna bring in a world government. And and who's our biggest enemy, so to speak? You know, it's not China or Russia in the in you know, whenever something goes wrong, it's Iran. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Oh, Iran, I thought it was, Iran I thought has it was... no central banks. Uh North yeah. Korea has no central bank. You know, there's <laughs> these certain countries. Oh, what kind of dog is that? Is that I was trying to show him? He I would I would pick him up and show him up here, but he's sketched out all the time. So sometimes he'll yelp if you pick him up, just be <laughs> wrong. So I didn't want to be like seeing blow like out the speaker. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Are we showing dogs? Here we go. I'll show mine too, real quick. But yeah, this guy is a uh Spinoni. It, it was blurry there, John. Oh, was it? Uh, Let me try. She's sleeping. Spinoni. Doberman. Too. Yeah, because try... it's picking her up as the background. All right, there we go. Let's try that. Sadie. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mix Australian. 
Calibon? Yeah, she's Australian Shepherd and, and Healer. Oh, damn. That's a good farm dog. Yeah, she's a great farm dog. That's awesome. Shit. I don't have to do anything. Animals get out of line and just let her go, and she does everything I need her to. Dude, it's it's funny you say that because I got a German Shepherd and I, I'm living up here in Mass in the in the mountains and my neighbor has all these ducks and chickens and goats and they you know sometimes they let them well they let them free range almost every day and they end up in my yard and like if they get to certain areas of the yard she works them out but she never attacks them but just it's that herding instinct in her and you can watch it's amazing <laughs> to watch her work she just slowly works up where she's going to go and how to force them the way she wants them to go. And it's yeah. the instincts it's a, in those animals is amazing. It's the same with her as well. I've never trained her to how to herd the dogs, but one day the goats got out into the area that they weren't supposed to. And she was rip and ready to go. I was like, fine, we'll let you go. Cause they're, you know, a couple of acres out or whatever. I let her go and she had them back in two or three minutes into where they were supposed to be. And I had no I had no training in her, no whatever, but her parents were both working dogs and she just had it in her. So Do you have coyote problems there with the goats and stuff or not coyotes? We got we got foxes, a lot of foxes, a lot of raccoons, uh, a lot of a lot of owls. Oh, oh, raccoons, huh? No bears. Wow. No bears. No bears. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if bears are in Texas, though. That's the thing. It's too hot. Bears and queers. Bears are, <laughs> bears are smart. They stick to like 50 or 60 degree weather, not 106, 108. Right. Yeah, yep. raccoons are trash animals. Yeah, they're they're uh, trash pandas. Yep. Did you find right. them here at, at the docks all the time? They there's like some yeah. beach raccoons and they fucking love yeah. eating all the oysters and mussels and shit. Yeah, we <laughs> we found them a lot when we went out to uh, Catalina Island. I was really surprised that we found them out that far. Dude, there's got to be some conspiracies out there like that place. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. <laughs> but you know that was before I really got started getting the conspiracy theories. And so I was just like, ah, you guys are stupid. And oh, now, yeah. that I, now that I've been out here looking at conspiracy theories, I'm like, oh, man, I wish I was back to, at Catalina Island because y'all aren't stupid. Yeah, there's some big old old buildings there that I'm like, how the fuck are these here? Yeah, why? <laughs> and why? That's the question. And why? So oh, Matt, uh, Matt, I wanted quick. to ask real quick, oh. what uh, what age baseball are you teaching your kid right now, or are you coaching your kid at right now? Oh, dude, I'm in the 10U right now, 10U travel program. Travel ball, that's a whole different man. That's oh. a whole different, whole different animal. Yeah, and it's different up here, especially in Mass, because you have such a variety of <laughs> locations. Right. Like you have go out east where Boston is. I mean, the, these towns are just have huge programs. Then right. you come out to our program, which is in, you know, the sticks. And I was I was telling Rye beforehand that, you know, my son's class, his whole fourth grade class is 17 kids. <laughs> so like we have nothing to choose from. I mean, there's there's only nine boys in his class. Right. We had to take from some other towns too, but they're in the same boat we are. So we're picking out of the four towns, you know, there may be a pool of a hundred kids for those four different schools total, you know, not just kids in, in the school, let alone ball players. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas some of these other towns have 1500 kids that they're pulling from and, you know, 50% are boys. Right. 
So we you run into twelve all... boys that can play just twelve yeah. at least, right? Like so you can have Dude, a couple it's, backups. It's hard because you know I coach both. I think I told you before too. Like I coach both my kids in travel ball and all that. And we're in a, we're in a pretty decent town that pulls from areas that are probably two or maybe even three hours. Like there was a guy who was flying a kid out from California to Texas to for his team and all kinds of things. So it's like it's it's uber competitive out here, you know. And it's one of those of like. It just shows you again kind of how like things are just separated into the haves and have nots. And, you know, if you're good, you're going to do this. And if not, then good luck. We well, yeah. And that's what you get into. Right. And yeah. I've seen it all because I've coached. I used to coach down in Westport, Connecticut, which is one of the richest towns in America. Yeah. And then also then I come up here, which is kind of the opposite. It's it's very small, very, you know, average and you see the money that these people would invest and be willing to invest in baseball. And, you know, we, we had like a hundred dollar fee for our team this year. Cause you basically just get a hat, a, a jersey a jersey yeah and um and, and um fees and that's it that's a good deal yeah, yeah. <laughs> whereas these kids are getting you know bags and full uniform you know full uniforms yeah. home and away they have travel gear and all this yeah. shit that's and it's, we, like, it's a business that's the way we, we we were out here when when we signed up out here because i wasn't gonna do it for the for the longest time and then i realized if my boys want to real to learn real baseball then unfortunately they've got to, they've got to do this. So, and I started coaching just because I was like, I know I'm not the coach who's going to yell and belittle a kid. Like, you know, I'm going to try to coach him and, and get him up and, and all that sort of thing. But it's, man, it's a, it's all, you know, I, I was lucky enough to play all the way through college, college paid for my, or college baseball paid for my college career. And I'm trying to keep convincing all these parents. I'm like, the chance of your child making it to college baseball is, very very minimal mm-hmm. like it's you know even even d3 La- or last in, in i a- saw i think the amount of kids that go from high school to college to play just play is under eight percent it's under one percent now really yeah. it's under one percent and it, these parents just have this idea of their kids gonna you know make it in the pros and i'm like dude just just let your kid and going back to everything we've been talking about let your kid be a kid Forget about all these other things. Just let your kid enjoy being with his friends and be a kid. Well, and one of the things you see now, John, is these parents who specialize their kids at yeah. like 10 years old, right? Like, oh, my yeah. kid's just going to do this. It's like, hold on. Your kid, first of all, your your son, um, I'll use boys because I'm more familiar with right. the boys. Yeah. They haven't hit puberty yet. So one, they, you don't know what kind of size they're going to have as they get older. And you right. don't know what's going to happen with the girl situation as soon as they find girls. Well, and so, so you're going you're gonna to see that because at, at 10 years old, you're probably pitching from what, 50 feet? 46. 46? Okay. So then you're going to go up to 50, then you're going to go up to 60, then you're going to go up to 60, points, 60 feet, 6 inches. And it's like these kids who are good at 8, 9, 10 years old, they're not good at 12 all of a sudden because – other kids have grown up or they're just, you know, what they're throwing at 12 years old doesn't translate over to, or 10 years old doesn't translate over to 15 because all these, all of a sudden these kids are able to catch up because they got an extra half second or whatever. Well, and do you remember, I, I mean, everybody here, I'm sure played a little bit of the league. You, you, everybody remembers the big kid, right? Yeah. There's always that one kid that's just bigger than everybody else. And on a tiny little diamond, he's, he's a stud. But yeah. then when you get to 60-foot ba- uh, mound and 90-foot bases, that's a great equalizer because now yeah. that big kid, it's not as 
impressive because now he has to run. He has to do more things. He can't just be the big kid anymore. Well, all of a sudden, your shortstop is playing at that age. Your shortstop is all of a sudden playing outfield. And then you have yep. to manage your parents' expectations of like, my kid's a shortstop. No, no, no. Your kid is the best player on the team. He's the center fielder now. Yeah. Because he's fast. He can throw hard. He understands the game. Like, he's not a he's not a center fielder anymore. Yeah. It's, it's, and what killed, killed, Kids sports, and it's not just baseball, it's basketball too, is AEU. That whole uh, AEU setup and travel setups where, you yeah. know, kids are going outside of their towns to find the best teams. And it's the same thing that's happening in college now yep. where they're team hopping, right? Until yeah. they find a place where they can fit in as opposed to working their out. And we talked about this with uh, with Kirby, um, Kirby Snead of the Oakland A's. He was on here a couple of weeks yeah, ago yeah, talking yeah. about it, how these kids don't want to fight for a position anymore. If it's not guaranteed, they're just going to leave and go find a place where it is guaranteed. And then when they go to that place and it's not guaranteed anymore, they're going to hop again. So you're not teaching these kids the value of hard work and or being a, or being a teammate or being a teammate team player or fighting for your spot, earning your playing yeah. time. Those are two huge life lessons that kids need to learn that listen everything is not handed to you and you're not meant to do everything that you want to do you know there's a lot of things i wanted to do growing up as a kid that i realized fuck i'm not meant to do it i can't do it you (laughs) know and uh, i'm 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 never gonna dunk it just yeah (laughs) just as one of those things i'm never gonna be able to dunk I got, I got lucky. I got to play a bunch of travel competitive soccer for free because so many kids dropped out and they paid for the year. They had the Jersey with the number on it and they gave it back to the team. So I would just be like, I'm John today. And I'd go play a whole tournament with John. I'd go and do their training camp two weeks before with them. And was it John or Juan? (laughs) Well, Juan was usually on the harder teams to play. That, That was here in San Diego. So like when we're playing, like, We'll go to like a rich neighborhood and we'll go play and get 14 0 on them. And then you'll go to like down in Chula Vista, East LA or something. And get yeah. The stats are messed up. They're like short, their legs are short. I'm like, they shouldn't be this fast. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> well, you know, the, the same thing happened to me. Like, I grew up in a small town. My graduating class was like 250 kids, if that. And so I was a I was I was a stud on the baseball team. I knew where I was going to go since I was a freshman. All of a sudden, I got to I got to the first pitch of my freshman year of college baseball. I didn't even <laughs> see the pitch go by. Yeah, like I I saw the pitcher wind up. I heard it hit the glove, and it's like all of a sudden I'm like, man, these guys are better than these guys are a lot better than I thought they would be. And that's the way it is with with travel, any kind of sports. Is like you have the parents in the back of the kids ear bickering about, oh, you're the best kid on the team. You're the blah 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 blah. And all of a sudden they get to the expectations of where they need to be and it's like i don't know anything i was relying just on being the biggest and the best kid i'd have no clue about being you know anything else that i needed to be fundamentals what is that like yeah (laughs) fucking overrated what the hell oh man all right guys we're gonna wrap this up i gotta get this thing rolling here let's go around the horn john we'll start with you where can the people find you my friends so nowhere yet uh, soon, a couple, couple weeks, I'm going to have uh, Drew from uh, Missing the Point and Bob from, uh, I don't know, he's got like five or six different names on Instagram. I think it's like Spaces Fake and Gay or 
whatever it is, the whatever hidden pod. Hidden pod. Yeah, hidden that in guy. plain sight is what hidden his podcast is. Yeah, that guy. So they'll be on. So it's going to be called "How the Hell Did We Wind Up Here?" And it's basically just instead of just saying, "Oh, it's the Masons," or "Oh, it's the Lizard People," I want people to come on to be able to to say this is where how the world got so fucked up. And this is kind of the trajectory that it, that it went on. Instead of just making a blanket statement and, and leaving it at that, I want them to be able to uh, have a space to where they can come in and say, "This is where it happened." So for me, it's the uh, as of right now, at least, it's the institution of the the church as a whole. The church as a whole has fucked up the world, and education as a whole yep. has basically made the world. And then basically be able to take you back. The, these are the watershed moments. These are the the places that where it has really happened to where the world's got messed up. Um, so yeah, last last it, week, man. last week of June, I think is uh is when they're going to come on. We'll start going down, and then just hopefully having di- different people on, different podcasters on. And really, what I want to do more than anything else is give you guys a space to where you can come in. And I don't want to sound liberal. I don't want to sound whatever, but where <laughs> you can come in and not have to worry about somebody going no. We're wrong. You know, like I have no problem with somebody saying that's not the way I see it, but telling you that you're wrong is a whole different kind of thing. So, yeah, no, I love the idea, man. And I will definitely, once my schedule frees up, I will yeah. I would love to hop on with you. No, we're good whenever you can. So, and that goes for any of you guys. I let any of you guys on to be like, awesome. look, these are, these are the one or two moments I see in the history of whatever we are to where this world's gotten to the place where it's going to be. And this is how I can explain it. So, and my plan is you will never be wrong unless you say like dating a two-year-old girl or something. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. Other, other than that, you guys, you guys got a safe space. So nice, man. That sounds great, John. Well, thank you, my friend. I appreciate yeah. it. Nico, what do you got going on down there at pure pet wellness and the conspiracists? Definitely. Um, well, conspiracists, I've still, um, haven't been posting any of my own episodes. I'm still waiting to maybe get a co-host again. Um, but I'm guesting all over the place. So if you guys ever need a guest on your show, I'll be there for sure. Um, so you can find me at the conspiracists on any podcast platform and the conspiracists at Instagram.com whatever comes obviously <laughs> but uh and then pure pet wellness for all your pet cbd needs it's a usa um company a family owned um or mostly organic products and almost every uh product is um handmade and yeah i'm terrible at uh, being a salesman but luckily the product it sells itself uh, when it's good enough so uh, if you want to get 20% off, you can use code DWP DWP or three or six, four, three. Awesome. Yep. Those are the two that I've been pushing to people when they ask, I'm like, yeah, use Ryan's or use uh Hank's. Awesome. Nice. Get them started off. Right. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Dude. I, 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 and I honestly, I'm going to try that stuff for my dog. Cause she's a shepherd and I just don't want her having any, she's only, she'll be four in a month, but it's at that point where, you know, I want to use it as preventative rather yeah, than before be any damage. Yeah. You, you got to avoid the damage on those rear hips, especially with those. That's shepherds. my biggest fear. Cause she loves running. She loves hiking and all that shit. And we've put some serious miles on her already. And, you know, like I said, she's only four. She's in great shape, but I know how that catches up with you over time. Also. 
Oh yeah. There's some dietary stuff you can do like green lip muscles and other things that have natural glucosamine in it, but they're real stinky and uh you can you can get supplements well, to do it too. My other problem with her <laughs> is she has a horrible stomach because oh. when she was a pup she had worms multiple times. So she is like the most prone to diarrhea of any dog I've ever had. So my Doberman was that way until I switched to raw. And I think the main thing that was for was the raw green tripe, which is really hard to find. But it's like the interior stomach lining of of a cow. Really? It looks looks like hair. Um, But uh, you'll be able to find it. Real good soup. Yeah, it's super expensive, but the human grade stuff we bleach it so it's all white and stuff. So you'll see that in like pho and menudo. But the uh, like the the raw stuff, like when hunters hunt, they'll go and they'll eat the like undigested greens that are in there because they're full of probiotics. It's like the oh, that's uh, great. So that's also what animals fight over. They fight over the liver and then they fight over the the green the tripe area or whatever. Okay, that sounds disgusting. It smells oh, disgusting. And, it and is. I know it's just because of the way that I've been brought up, and like I live in this world now. But that sounds absolutely disgusting. It looks and smells horrible, like an alien fucking texture. But it it does magic. The dogs go crazy for it too. You can get it in like cans and stuff like that, so it's less. You don't have to chop it up and stuff. <laughs> Sneak up your house. Dude, Nico, as always, thank you, my friend. I love having you on. I appreciate it. Definitely. Thanks again. Ryan Alexander, what do you got? Oh, well, as I mentioned, my uh, podcast got taken down, but I just (laughs) relaunched it. I just did. You can find all of my links to everything, all the social medias, all the books that I've written, and a lot more, hundreds of book reviews, all this stuff on my website, notusbooks.org. Check any of my channels out. How do you spell that again? I tried to look for that N-O-T-U-S. N-O-T. The link links in the show notes too, man. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll text it to you right here. Yeah, appreciate that. And um, yeah, so I'm relaunching the podcast. I've still been recording new episodes. It's just, yeah, I've been offline for like a month now deciding what to do and just uh, kind of finally saying, well, I guess Spotify is not going to reinstate my account. So started a new one, different platform, reposting new uh, old episodes, new episodes, all kinds of stuff. I've started an archive on my site too, notusbooks.org slash archive and just anticipating the possibility of uh, having things removed in the future, archiving it for safety and that's a great idea. things for free. So great yeah, that's idea it for man. now. I see that coming and we talked about it a little bit tonight. I see it coming fast pretty soon. Well, I've had tons of episodes taken off of uh, YouTube and yeah, we've had things. Taken but even, off. even, that, the, no, no, I see it even on the internet. Was right? it your first I, even strike? on your own personal page? I see eventually it's going to be suspect as to what you can post and can't post. Yeah, it, uh, it already is. It already is. We have to even Patreon all kinds of things, you know. Yeah, because it all goes through the certain, you know, the certain servers that are owned by these big companies. It doesn't matter who you use or what, you know, little mom and pop you're using. It all goes through the same mammoths. What's up, buddy? Ryan Dean, welcome back, my friend. Thank you, yeah. as always. What do you got going on? Yeah, thanks, man. It's nice to be back, back to some some sense of normal over here. Uh, good luck, Ryan, with getting your stuff back online. That's uh, that's stressful stuff, man, but hopefully it works out. Oh, even the time just it takes to repost everything, it's uh, it's a lot. It's <laughs> annoying. Say, yeah. oh, you should go to this platform. You should go to that platform. Oh, man. 
go to parlor yeah just, just do it just post to these apps that no one's watching on just do you, have, do you have any idea what triggered it potentially well they said it was a copyright claim but uh the claim was initiated by them first of all second of all i wasn't even able to see what they're talking about they're saying oh it's this piece of content but they deleted my whole podcast so i can't even click the link nothing oh, shows you, up right the way youtube does it the same freaking cold well, shoulder. youtube at least gives you a warning. Some warning. I had so no warning, no recourse, no ability to appeal, nothing, nothing. Just all, it's all gone. You got one strike. <laughs> That's it. No ability to rectify it. And even I said, "Hey, I, I'm not even disputing this. Just take the content down. I don't even know what you're talking about, but take, go ahead, take it down." No, nope, they delete the entire podcast on all platforms. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll get you back, man. That's no good. Uh, so good luck to you and uh, anyone else out there going through that. That's stressful as hell, especially when you put a lot of effort into it. But as far as what I'm doing, man, just the same old stuff. Um, you know, enjoying the, uh, you know, doing the the show, obviously, still, and and you know, got some new equipment here. Still trying to figure out if it works. Did you guys hear me telling Kim to close the door? Okay, good. Because I'm just making sure that the mute button still works properly. But cool, man. Yeah. Excited to use the new equipment and just uh, keep doing the show. What about you? You, though, the, you get the soaps out now? Well, so they're on the website, man. But like since it's uh, I, I'm not really promoting it because I can't get my ship station store or my ship station account connected. So if you try to buy a uh, you know $6 bar of soap, you're going to get charged $20 in shipping, which is oh, not okay. how I'm doing it. So I'm not telling anyone if anyone does want to buy it, you can go see the sense that are on dangerousworldpodcast.com and just hit me up and I'll, you know, get it shipped to you for like a normal price like 2 bucks. So um but yeah, I'm not really promoting it right now. It's mostly something that's like for the the Patreon supporters for now. Um just got to get that rolling, but yeah, thanks for mention it though no i'm into that stuff man all i like all the little gimmicks that people sell and you know the different shirts and shit yeah it's it's just fun you know and it's another way just to help other guys out and you know it's something different it's not just the typical typical run-of-the-mill shit either and you put some thought into it which is even cooler you know i like the idea concepts behind it it's a fucking great idea Thanks. Yeah, Dude, I, mean, I love them. I can't like it's such a good stocking stuffer. I can't wait to get some. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, it's uh, you know, the T-shirts are cool, but, you know, I've been doing T-shirts for, you know, longer than I've been doing the show. So at this point, I, you know, want to get into some other stuff and be really cool but to where- make like dumb action figures like, you know, Bigfoot action figures and stuff like that. Uh, it's just a matter of time. So, What's Ryan, happening? if uh, if somebody wanted to really be able to support you, like where do you make more of your money off of? than other things like if i if i wanted to to buy something where do where do you make more of your money off of than something else is soap t-shirts what is it yeah mostly the t-shirts for sure um okay that's on dangerous world podcast but you know the patreon is where i get the majority of the money from the show and then add money from red circle we're going to start seeing some uh erectile dysfunction ads on the show from what Pims. is red circle i have no clue what red circle is i've never heard of that before. it's a podcast hosting platform it's legit dude okay. like you get you get paid per listen off of ads that you insert in and then also some other companies will uh okay. will reach out to you if they like your size of your show and whatever and then they'll throw you like uh you but know, if we wanted if we wanted to really support you it's t-shirts yeah, dangerousworldpodcast.com. Yeah, okay. Or Patreon. Yeah, that's where you see the most of your money out of it. Yeah, you know, they sure. take the least percentage out. Same for you, right, Matt? I mean, like, that's kind of the... the Mine dope. is just Patreon. I I set my t-shirt prices, so I make less than $2 a t-shirt. You know, oh, okay. I, I made, I'd rather have them out there than make money off them. You know, some of mine, I make, like, 
sense on them because I just yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't. I personally don't do Patreon. It's a personal choice, but I'd I'd love to support you guys in other areas where you make more of your money than you know than something else. If I can, thanks. So that's a, that means a lot, man. And one thing too, I know you know we're trying to wrap. You know, fourth wall, dude. I, I really recommend you try that out because you know you're selling your shirts for twenty bucks, something like that. Yeah, like. $22 a t-shirt. So if you like dude, if you sold your shirts for $22 and you're using fourth wall, you'd make like nine or $11. I know that's a random, you know, kind of a territorial yeah. number nine or 11, but that's like the range of what, what I'm profiting off of each shirt. So check it out, man. I, you know, these, these platforms are really cool and uh, I'm lucky yeah. enough to where they've reached out to me to get me on there. So like, it's, I, I always try to tell people like use those things. Patreon, obviously not, but fourth you wall sell strictly through like Venmo or, or paypal or cash app or whatever like if i just want to pay you straight through there instead of going through your website or uh, you yeah have, i mean you have to go through patreon or your website or whatever uh i mean yeah you could do cash app too but it's i mean it, it ends it's up gonna be fed now like, pretty soon right to, what's that <laughs> it's got it's all gonna be fed now in a few weeks right cash Probably. app zell yeah just fucked up it's like the one last real Way to <laughs> right. pass money. That's why yeah. all my money is involved in Antarctic money. I just yeah, right. yeah Antarctica. I, I'm I'm involved in all of their stuff. That'd be incredible to to be a part Martin of whatever's knows. going on in an article. Yeah, uh, you have to be invited. You don't know about it unless you're invited. Okay, well maybe you can put in a good word for me. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> Thank you. The guy, the guy who looks that. like the guy who looks like Tyson Fury. We want him. It's not really Tyson Fury. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah. What about you, though, Matt? What's going on with you over there? Uh, nothing. Nothing at all. I'm coaching. I have zero free time <laughs> right now, and that's about nothing it. So, like, and I'm not even, like, I had yesterday off. It was Father's Day. I spent some time with my son, and I was like, ah, I might do something in the afternoon. I got home, and I was like, fuck, dude. I have zero motivation to research right now. I'm like, Nice for your kids to keep you off the street. Yeah. Dude, it's like it's like a second job. I mean, I'm not complaining because I enjoy it, but it's just you go to work. It's like Groundhog Day. You go to work, go from work to baseball, come home from baseball, make some dinner. By the time I'm done with that, it's nine nine thirty. I'm like, fuck it, dude. It's time. It's time to write, wrap it up because I got to get up four thirty or five the next day. And it's like just Groundhog Day over and over. And it's like five dude, the to six minute, days a week. The minute my kids got old enough to get their own job was the most fantastic thing in the world. <laughs> I should have just adopted 15 and 16 year olds. <laughs> I shouldn't have even had kids. I have a one and two year old right now, so I'm in the trenches. So. Oh, yeah. You're deep. I'm in like the mi- I'm in the middle ground. I'm like in the midlife crisis right now. I got yeah, a minor so. minor 16 and 7, 16 and 18. It's fantastic. Yeah. You get your hobbies back. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't want anything to do with me. Like as soon as I stopped coaching baseball, I had no clue what to do with my Saturday and Sundays. I'm like, what what do I do here? Right. And that's the <laughs> kicker. It's the weekends, right? Like I, I can deal with going all week, but then the weekends, which is usually the time when I have some time to do some research, time to sit down and get some shit done. None of that. Like you said, yeah, all of a week- sudden the the wife is like, Hey, we should go out on a date. I'm like, I have no clue where to go. What's a you date? Go to McDonald's for, for ice cream or <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Cause you're always eating on the road, you know, <laughs> or cramming down some shitty food some as you get clean. Home. And yeah. yeah, Just trying to get something quick and easy. And it's like, dude, that wears on you too. Cause you know, I'm, I'm one who I have to eat right. Or my body just starts fucking with me. And 
during baseball season, it's tough because like I don't have time to sit and prepare a full meal. Yeah, so like eating in the snack bar. Yeah, it's like burgers on the road again. Here we go. Let's eat those gluten fucking rolls and watch your fingers swell up. That's when I practice oh. my fasting. And I can't go shopping. <laughs> I gotta buy from Amazon. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. yeah, I do a lot of that shit though. A lot uh, of Amazon. Even though there's a camera store that's still surviving by me, but I'm like, fuck, man, to drive there. <laughs> Gotta put the kids in the car. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. Well, guys, this has been awesome. I thank you very much. I, I really appreciate your time. And this was a, another fun episode. So, yeah, uh, man, everybody. I want to say real quick, too, just thanks for giving everybody the opportunity to come on as you do to be able to put this out, you know, it's, it's seems to be rare in this podcast community of somebody being like, Hey, you might have something to be something that I don't talk about rather than, Hey, I don't want you to come on my show because you know, you might take listeners away from me. So what you do, Ryan, you too, Ryan Dean is a, it's fantastic. So thanks for what you guys do. No, man, that's why we started this, just to talk to cool people and help everybody else out. I'm not one of those. It's mine. You know, you know, you can't we can't share here. It's get the fuck out of here, man. There's there's enough for everybody. Let's push every because I I feel like if, hey, the more I push other people, the more I'm going to get back out of it, too. You know, I'm going to get to be on their show and then people that wouldn't hear me now can hear me there. And that's what it's all about. It's not about, you know, none of us are getting rich off this shit. So, yeah, it's I all mean, about just about, but a lot of people don't seem to kind of have that mentality of it. So what you guys do is great. So, thank oh, you. yeah, there's a lot I of always people- do like to mention, too, th- th- this is 100 percent match show. I just kind of like I love the idea. So I've been a part of it every week, you know, with the exception of obviously last week. So it's Matt's show. I just kind of, you know, ride co-pilot and uh, help with any kind of dead air that there might be, you know? Well, yeah. And it's funny because now, right, it's our show. It's always been our show. Everybody's like, I love your guys show. And I'm like, well, I kind of do a solo podcast. I don't know who you guys are. And it's like, no, it's like the the great deception is me, you, and all the people from Monday Night Master Debaters. It's a beautiful man. thing. I love it. Oh, yeah. So, which thank is, you, which guys. Which is funny, though, because I tell people it's Ryan's show. And I'm like, Matt's yeah. just kind of there. He just kind of follows along. He just shows up every week. <laughs> yeah, I just keep coming back. I'm like, you herpes. Showed up. I just won't go lead. away. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much. Everyone stay strong. Question everything. There's no business like show business. (laughs) (laughs) I am not your mother. Jesus, Bill. You never were one of us. Who are you? You almost understand, don't you, Bill? You're a different race from us, a different species, a different class. You're not one of us. You have to be born into society. Alien scum. (laughs) No. No, we're not from outer space or anything like that. We have been here long as you have it's a matter of good breathing really alien skull